Let's rock the 8-bit world. Mm-hmm. Hey. hey, it's D. Bruce Moore. It's the Bruce. Jason Reichard. D. Bruce Moore, musical genius. We got seven on YouTube waiting for us. All right. And we're live streaming. Yep, YouTube's active. All right, starting the intro. Hi, this is Dale Lear, designer of TRS-80 Color Baseball, and you're listening to Coco Talk. Keeping the tandy flame alive We may be mocked, but we'll never stop Cause Coco Talk is rocking the eight bit world This is Coco Talk, the world's leading live talk show featuring the Tandy Color Computer. It's time to drop your socks and grab your real-time clocks and let's rock. All right, and we are here. The train has left the station. The panel is assembled. The show has begun. Lights, camera, action. This is it. This is episode 107, the Coco Fest wrap-up show. We've got a bevy of beauties, a panel of penalists going on here. There's all kinds of stuff going on. Let's go around the room and say hi howdy ho to starting with Mark Bosley. How are you, Mark? Hi, pretty good, pretty good. L. Curtis it. Boyle, g'day, g'day. How are you? Hello, everyone. I'm doing mm. good. Mark D. Overholzer, good evening, good afternoon. Glad to be here. Thank you very much. Glad to have you. Rondell Vo, welcome. Between two dumpster fires, yes. <laughs> From down under, one of Nick's neighbors, David O'Connor. Good day, David. How are you doing, everybody? It's good to be here. It's great to have you. We also have uh, Brian, the music man. This shoe is with us from Chicago. Hello, Brian. Uh, all right, that's not creepy at all. Uh, we have with us now two weeks in a row out of uh, the Witness Protection Program. Alan Huffman has returned. How are you, Alan? Greetings from the Sabitha. <laughs> okay. We have a gentleman's name so nice we must say it thrice. It's soundboard not working. It's Nick Marona. <laughs> Nick Marona. Nick Marona. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Great. A lovely shade of cocoa green on mute. Looks like Myro is here. Michael Rowan is here. Hey, Myro. Hey, everybody. How you going? How's it doing? Good. Hey, thanks for joining us. He's here. Uh, we have the infamous Greg, a.k.a. Grant Leaders with us. Hello, Grant. Hey, how's it going, everybody? It's going great. We have Richard Lorbieski with us of Voice on Technologies. Hello, Richard. Hello. How are you? Very, very good. Terry Steggy's in the house. How are you, Terry? everyone excellent the optimizer of many things james different daffer is among us hello james 
I neither have the time nor the patience for this silliness. <laughs> Just kind of popped out and popped back in again. De Bruce is with us. D. Bruce Moore. How are you, Bruce? Great, thanks. The Hollywood Squares are kind of moving around on me quite a bit here. Uh, Sir David Ladd, Lord of the Floppies, is with us. Hello, Sir David. Good day, everyone. I can't wait to see what we all have to share. Excellent. And from uh, the thunder from down under, Mr. Nicholas Morantes is with us. Good day, Nick. Yes, good day, everyone. And uh, we're a day ahead, so I'm going to say happy Mother's Day for all the mothers out oh, there. That's nice. Uh, thank you. I have no idea who Anonymous is. Anonymous, do you hear me? Do you copy? Okay, crickets. Okay, Jason, the Cocoa Man Reichert is with us, creator of the Switcheroo Cable. How are you, Jason? And the Wallaby. Howdy, howdy. And um, no couches were harmed in the filming of this episode. <laughs> That's good to see. And I see his name, but I don't see a picture, and it looks like he's muted. I hope he's there. But if he is there, Boise Pete, are you among us? I'm here, guys. Oh, there you go. You are unmuted. Welcome, Boise. Thank you for joining us. And the subject of today's show is real simple. Two words, Cocoa Fest. We're going to talk all about last weekend's Cocoa Fest and just celebrate the joy that it brought us all. Um, so usually after we do our quick introductions, we would then talk about project updates and acquisitions. This segment might be a little bit longer than usual because probably more than one of us acquired more than one thing from Coca Fest. So, does anybody want to go first on anything you have acquired this week that you'd like to share with the world? I have an acquisition. I was not at Coco Fest, but I ordered it online. I got the Coco STC, and it is the most rock and peripheral. Excellent. Really, really opened up the Coco for me. Okay, you already got it. Uh, a whole new world. <laughs> I think there's a Sorry, song Steve. about that. Yeah. Yeah, um, so have you um, have you got it up and running? You got a SD card, got Coco yeah, SDC Explorer, and all that I'm good stuff. Buzzard bait right now off the SDC. It was very straightforward to set up. Uh, a couple little stumbling blocks. I didn't read the FM, but other than that, uh, it was very straightforward. The only Excellent. gotcha I had was you have to stick to uh, short directory names if you make directories. If you don't, it doesn't like it. So right. It was the only wrinkle I had. Other than that, it was uh, smooth sailing. Excellent, excellent, Keep excellent. your file name short, too. Yes, yeah. all names yeah. have to be 8.3. 8.3, the good old 8.3 naming convention that we knew and loved. Um, so it is amazeballs, if that's still a word. It still is. Um, who else acquired a couple of things? Mark Bosley has acquired a thing or two. What are you holding up there, Mark B? Well, I thought it would come out a little bit better, but... Uh, a Boomerang. Boomerang. Is that is that the one or is it a picture? I can't can't really tell. Oh, that's it. That's the that's thing. actually a live one. Still in the phone. Okay. okay, looking good. So did you? I you weren't at Coco Fest, so you ordered that on the interwebs. Yep, or on the interwebs. Haven't uh, of course haven't put it in yet. That'll be later on. Okay, very cool. Very cool. Yeah, we'll memory, memory boards. I can say that I've now got three upgrades. I've got the Triad Plus, which is actually right beside me over here. Um, I've also got the Boomerang, and I've also got uh, Jim Brain's Cocom M8 Meg card, so I'll be testing out Nitrous 9 drivers and stuff using all three of them to make sure everything's running fine. Excellent. Okay. Unfortunately, I only have two Cocos, so I have to keep swapping one of them in and out depending on which one mm -hmm. I'm testing. Okay. Uh, Rob Inman says I'm way louder than the panel, FYI. Okay, Rob, I just turned on my microphone gain. Let me know if that's any better. 
Sorry about that. Paul Fiscarelli's out there saying, yo. Uh, it's in Stevie's contract. He's louder than the rest of us. <laughs> you weren't supposed uh, to mention that, Nick. So you've it's got... Like like talk shows where the talk show host sits higher than everybody else. It's the same. Mm-hmm. Well, while, we're on the t- while we're on the topic of uh, Coco memory, Coco 3 memory upgrades, um, I jumped on the bandwagon too and uh, grabbed a 2 meg boomerang board for my Coco 3. Uh, made, made the most of the uh, Coco Fest uh, deal. So that's on its way to Australia at the moment uh, with free shipping and all. So oh, wow. That's excited. nice. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. Yep, Richard, yep. Richard was really good there, really helped out, and great communications, a really good experience. I yep. highly recommend. Uh, Mark Marlette uh, was selling them at Coco Fest. I don't know if he has them on his website yet. I think we just checked that. I don't think he's got them announced on the website. He obviously announced them on Facebook, so they should be available from Cloud9 too, but um, you might need to reach out to that. But I'm um, glad to see a couple of you guys got some memory boards there. That's good, that's good. Um Mark D. Overholzer, did you acquire? Oh, hold on. Let's, what do we got, Curtis? There, there it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's uh, the, the memory part of the Triad Plus upgrade board. The, okay. That one's over in another little bag. Now that's the two megabyte one. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Is there anything the on plus. the? Is there anything on the bottom of it, or is it all on the top? So you got stuff on four both RAM sides. Chips. Yeah, there's, there's four three. RAM chips. So. Okay. That looks nice. Two on each side. And what does the DAT board look like for that? Uh, let me grab it here. Yes, and that's it. That's mm-hmm. it. Now that is a DAT board with the memory. I was what I, I'm getting the names confused, but who's Guardian? It's Guardian. Yeah. Okay, is Mark's yeah. called the Guardian, or is his yep. called the Protector? I don't remember who was called what. It's the Protector plus MMU. Okay, there or, we go. Protector. The, the connection yeah. that goes to the RAM is right here. Yeah. So. Okay. Okay. So that is the Protector, which protects the CPU, and it also has the DAT board, which lets you access the extra memory. And this yep, is the yep. one that's been updated that has read and write capability. So the previous issues are fixed, like uh, Sierra, all that stuff. The Donkey Kong remix. Donkey Kong. Right. Yep. Okay. So that Basically, was... All boards now are, are compatible with that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So that's what that one looks like. I don't. I didn't get a chance to see that. And he was very busy at the fest. He had his head leaned over on a on the workbench pretty much the entire weekend working on upgrades. And I think he was soldering like about 16 hours yeah, a day. Yeah. 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 Mark was a busy guy this weekend. Cool. That looks good. So memory is in the air. Uh, Mark D. Overholzer, did you acquire anything this weekend? I did. I actually got uh, the uh, the Triad Plus and the uh, Protector board as well. Uh, okay. But I also got from Ron Klein a Moo board. Ooh. That's Dragon the 512 the- Meg nice. MMU, right? Yep. I didn't know he had those available. Uh well, yeah, true. You didn't want watching the mailing list. That's where I saw it. So. Ah, okay. The what? And speaking of the mood, too, I mean, Jim's also working on the Coco Mem Jr., which is a two-meg board for the Coco 1 and 2. So uh, he gave me a, a sample of that. And Dave Phillipson and I, who was actually in the chat as well, are going to be working on trying to get Nitrous 9 Level 2 running on a Coco 1 and 2 using that board. Nice, nice. Let's see. Besides the uh, Triad Plus and the uh, Moo, the only other thing I got is I got a case for my Coco SD Steam because I can't find my Tim Lindner case, so. So I got this from John Strong, Strongware. Okay. So that's all I actually picked up there. So. Okay. Very, very cool. Light load there. You're underachieving mm-hmm. on the uh, shopping there. Uh, mm-hmm. Rondell Vaux, you were at Coco Fest. Did you grab any goodies while you were there? 
Yes, I did. I, I got, uh, let's see, I brought some stuff to trade. I brought a um, MC-10 and traded that off to uh, uh, the Coco VGA guy. Brendan Donahue? Yes. That guy. The guy who makes that yeah. thing. Yeah, and uh, I put it in when I got home, and I can't put it down. It's great. Oh, so you traded an MC-10 for an actual Coco VGA kit. Yes, actually. Wow, with... that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's a then, nice barter. I traded, that's the uh, way to take advantage of him. I traded Neil <laughs> a um, 102, model 102, <clears throat> for a uh, SDC. And a the, uh, the 102, you're talking about the, the, uh, like the Fletcher, the little portable yes, laptop exactly. thing? Okay. Yeah. Mm, and, uh, so those... That item's coming in the mail. Then um, I went to John uh, afterwards uh, from John Linville. I got a GMC coming in the mail. I Excellent. Game. Then I got a, a drive wire cable from uh, Cloud9. Right. And a Wallaby cable from guess who? Mr. Jason. Coco Man. Coco <laughs> Man. Shameless so, plug. So yeah. you, you, you were spreading love across multiple exhibitors at the fest. So that's pretty cool. Yes, Serini. Yeah, yeah. Lots of good stuff. Cool. Happy, cool. happy, happy. And you are, I got to say, you were on fire on the Sunday auction. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I, anything for $19. So no, I no. SDC case for five. Okay. Not bad. Yeah. That's worth it. Oh, that's mm -hmm. the one where he was auctioning off. They were blemished, right? <laughs> yeah. I could not find the blem anywhere. Could not find the blemish anywhere. <laughs> cool stuff. Uh, Brian, the music man, did you pick up any goodies this weekend? This past weekend, I should say? Uh, yeah, I picked up um, Cloud9's uh, 2 meg memory uh, triad board. It's, uh, Excellent. And that's so I've got both a boomerang and a triad, so I can now uh, try to re-resurrect my uh, um, repacked uh, Coco if I can get the gimme to work right. Excellent. Is that all you got? Yeah, well, I also sold a mixer that I picked up. Of oh, the, yeah, I remember you showing that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that, and, uh, you know, I sold that off you know, for what I paid for it because I couldn't use it well. But anyone who's got a, had a Mac, um, you had the MIDI, you had the audio, and everything got, uh, coming through the uh, USB, and, and it was actually a controller head for, uh, the, for software and that. So it, it works out good as a regular mixer, but I got many of those already. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool, hey, Brian, cool. when the Gimme X comes out, you can use that in place of the bad Gimme you got. Yeah, I was, I was thinking about that. Um, I might also have to replace the salt chip too, because uh, on the repack, um, you, yeah, it's all external power supply. I don't use the internal power supply at all, so I have to double check. The, so I might have uh, smacked it with the uh, power surge at one point. Mm. If you're going to add a salt chip, maybe add a little bit of pepper, too, so you can have salt and pepper. So, uh... And tequila. <laughs> I'd like a little bit of Mrs. Dash with that. <laughs> How about some Uzo, guys? So, or some grappa? Mmm. Jason, the Coco Man Rikert, I know you were selling a couple of cables or two, but did you acquire anything while you were there? Oh, absolutely. Uh, how could I not go to Coco Fest and acquire something? I mean, uh, <laughs> I, uh, 
Oh, I brought I brought my I brought my five dollar ukulele, but that's not really. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and and I seem to start a trend because we end up having a trip to uh, Five Below and um, picking up more five dollar ukuleles and uh, and a ban- and a five dollar banjo to add to the mix. Um, I did I did go see Mark Marlette over there at Cloud Nine, and I picked up uh, I picked up some ROM packs. I picked up um, I picked up this Castle of Theragrad for in the package for a dollar. I couldn't nice no. Just a just just nothing else for the sake of completeness. I picked up uh, I picked up Tetris. Oh, nice. Uh, you know, the author was there actually. Really? Is that Greg Zumwalt? Did he make that? Yeah, yeah. yeah I didn't even know he was there. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, Greg was. This is a great show and tell. I uh, got football two loose. Got a uh, Greg <laughs> Got the uh, what is this? Uh, Sylphid. Uh, that's a that's a that's a Steve Bjork game, I believe. No, I don't think so. That's no. that's Sierra Online. Oh, is that Sierra Online? Yeah. Okay, somebody there else. Few, there I don't are, remember yeah, who coded. There are that. a few games he didn't actually make. Yeah. Okay. Somebody <laughs> guys worked for them, so it might be one of the oh, guys. That's a list of things he did make. I picked up a copy of Downland for Mark also. Um, okay, very cool. And this is this and this is the one that will work on the Coco Three. He was nice enough to let me check to make sure this one was because I know okay. there's. Version so yeah one one and uh, I also picked up on on cassette I picked up a cu- I got a couple bargains here I, I missed out on the Zaxxon for a dollar but I got Rakatoo hold it the right way there we go yeah off camera uh, off camera I off thought camera, that was possible yeah yeah. So, yeah off camera that's fast right but yeah uh, uh, Rakatoo Rakatoo God bless you Rakatoo and uh, yeah Rakatoo and uh, Bedlam uh, that's Wally right there too so on the cover of Bedlam so. <laughs> Okay, yeah, for a dollar. Just kits, yeah. one of the two. Yeah. For a buck. For a buck each on cassette. Why not? Nice. Sounded that's, good. That's and, a steal uh, of a what deal. What else did I get here? I, I went over and saw Brendan Donahue over the Coco VGA booth. And I uh, picked up a little a little printed case just in case I don't want to put, uh, if you don't want to drill holes in your Coco, you could yeah. run the Coco VGA board outside. And they're for five bucks. Why not? Um, wow. That's the option I took. Yeah, that's uh, that, uh, you yeah. know I'm not sure what I'm gonna do. I I, I got my Coco VG at Tandy Assembly, and I really just haven't done anything with it. Uh, real life's been busy, but uh, now part of this was at Coke was I was picked up at Coco Fest. I had picked up the Ed Snyder MCX 128 for the MC10, and mm-hmm. uh, went and so actually already arranged in advance with John Strong to have uh, a case. So I had the case there, had the MC10 on display, and uh, was playing around with that and. Uh, was really the first chance i had gotten to uh, to use the mcx 128 and uh, get some things loaded in there that required more than 4k and it was um, i had i had good fun with that um i was pleasantly surprised by a couple of those games i was um, pac-man was pretty good that pac-man was great it was a pac-man and there was a i had pac-man on there most of the time i had a space invaders uh, clone that was pretty good too which i think yeah, is space actually was ported over actually yeah because so. yeah, I, so. yeah. Yeah, I think uh, now i didn't get this at coco fest but i did have i think i picked this up after candy assembly and i found it I'm like hey i have this and yep that's the same game but it was a that, it was that, a lot of fun that mc 10 is a lot faster than a coco isn't it <laughs> seems like it and um and uh, last but certainly not least uh well i do have my i i have i picked up i picked up a copy of farfall uh just uh check that out yeah, yeah i got my too. coco two something to do and uh you know it, it's it's unique that's a sound card version i presume this is the sound card version i said this is unique i want one because this this is as far as i know this is the only thing out right now that uses that and i thought that oh. was unique to add to my collection so i went over and saw a john and uh Got one of those. Uh, yeah, on Linville and uh, hey, listen, did you get it, it, orange? Did you get the uh, Farfall sticker? 
No, yeah, I, I uh, the retro, it's the retro tinker guy. I got a couple of them. I thought they were stickers. You know what John said they are? He says they're actually like temporary tattoos. Ooh. So I actually, I actually have some of these. So it's the Farfall guy. That's kind of like his little logo for Retro so Tinker. I put that in my wallet. So am I going to have a tattoo somewhere? You, I don't you might have a tattoo of a guy. Yeah. <laughs> might have a tattoo of a dude on your butt. That's <laughs> oh, yeah. And and last. Last, but you know what? I forgot one thing. So this, this, this wasn't last, but it's certainly not least. But and I don't have them handy. I actually don't. Rem they must be still in my luggage. I'm not even completely unpacked yet. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. I picked up. I, I picked up some uh, decals there for you know my other computer is a Tandy Radio Shack Color Computer Three uh, decals there for Mr. Ron Dalvo. Yes, sir. So I'll be. I'll yeah. be. You know, when I get the time, I'm going to be putting those on the side windows of my car. I think that would be. That's going to be fun. Just a matter of finding the time. You know, just like everything else, matter of finding the time. Yeah, we'll yeah. need a picture of that. But uh, oh yeah, definitely, definitely, that'll be a a picture for uh, somewhere. And yeah, uh, you got to put it I in Ron, a, put it in Ron's one. garage. That's right, yeah. Ron's garage. There you go. Yeah. You're gonna have old people come to you when you park somewhere, and they're gonna say, "Do you uh, do you know that Tandy Leather Company? I used to buy." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, the That's panel, that. the panel is full today. We have this got is like 20, almost, wow. 21 people. We're going to break the internet. If, if, this if, is a know. Coco Talk standing room only Coco it Talk. It is. This is kind of like uh, the Coco Fest lobby the past weekend. It was pretty packed too. So, yeah. so there's no bacon. Stuff. We'll be doing a divide by zero shortly. Yeah. Well, I'll be too big. <laughs> one of uh, one of the uh, treats of this year's Cocoa Fest was having the madman Simon Jonason fly all the way in. Simon has joined us, and Simon showed off his demo, which we are going to be showing off again today because I don't think the demo was live streamed. So we'll be streaming Simon's demo today. Simon, can you hear us? I can certainly hear you, my friend. Good uh, evening to you, Simon. You're several hours ahead of us. Yeah, 2021. All right. Well, welcome back. What was your uh, what what was your um, <laughs> give us from your perspective? What was Cocoa Fest like for you, Simon? Ah, uh, I tell you what. Uh, despite the jet lag, uh, I'd definitely do it again. You know, it was such uh, the ambience was uh, it was wicked. It was really really wicked. You know. And by uh, ambience, you mean all the beer, right? <laughs> <laughs> No, that was that was just to keep me going for the road. <laughs> yeah, right. So, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so many cocos in one room, so many like-minded individuals, um, people across nations and stuff like that. Yeah, Tiny, yeah. You're, you're so tall and you're so skinny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah Simon is much taller in person than he is on the internet. So. Mm -hmm. you got, I'm not used to like cricking my neck back to look up at somebody. So for sure, <laughs> well, the camera always lies, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, we enjoyed having you there. It was great. You know, some of us have been like I've been. This is my fourth year in a row, so I do get to. Uh, luckily, we get to see some of ourselves throughout the year, but we don't get to see everybody. So it was definitely great to see you in person and and the Thayer brothers and the Thayer wife too. So yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was uh, yeah. when I started playing the music. That was well good. Yeah. Uh, Paul Fiscarelli saying, hi, Simon. Uh, Tim Franklin in the live chat says, Simon, nice to meet you. I was the guy who sat with you at lunch on Saturday. Um, Rick Adams is saying hi from the hospital. Hi, Rick. Hi, Rick. Um, 
He's oh, not in hospital, but he's visiting someone who is. So um, very cool, Simon. Yeah, it was great to have you, and I'm looking forward to, for those who did not get a chance to see your demo, um, we'll show your demo. I will go ahead and warn the, the folks who are somewhat sensitive or have certain sensibilities, we will be showing the uncensored version of Simon's um, of Simon's demo. So there will be a, a brief amount of female nudity, which I usually don't have a problem with myself. But um, for those who uh, may or may not enjoy seeing that kind of thing, we'll warn you in advance so you can cover your eyes when we get to that part. Um, very cool, Simon. Thanks for being here. Alan Huffman, you were not at the fest, but you've been at many fests and your name was mentioned because I think when Steve was hosting the show last week, he goes, one thing that's good for the people at the auction, but not good for the club is that like when Alan's there, he outbids everybody. So he ends up making a lot more <laughs> money for the club, but <laughs> I know I've gotten into a bidding war with you in the past. So, uh, you got to see some of it live this past weekend, Alan? Yeah, I was able to watch a lot of the streaming, uh, the opening in the next couple of hours, and then I uh, lost track of it. But it was very interesting being a fly on the wall, standing over at the uh, Music Man's corner, looking at what was going on, going, uh, what, what's, what are they doing over there? What, what, what's going over there? What does he yeah, got? Right. So that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> very cool. Uh, we talked to Jason. People are moving around. D. Bruce was not there, but we got you got to see some of it, right, Bruce? You got to see some of the fest. Oh yeah, Nick, Nick, and uh, Alan and I were uh, were hanging out on that camera, spying on every and 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 seeing boo to people as they walked by and scaring them. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so we'd say yeah. their name, and they started looking around like, Whoa. yeah. I guess there were times when it was muted too, because when I was watching the playback, you're like, hey, hey, if you hear me, raise your hand. Hey, turn around, and like there were times where people couldn't hear you. Um, yeah, <laughs> I didn't like it because when I went by, I saw my bald spot. <laughs> Join the club. Yeah. We need telepresence robots next year. Yeah, that so would be kind of cool. Take control of a robot and wander yeah. around. Uh, Mike Rowan was definitely at the fest, and I. And when I get to my turn for my show and tell, I, I was able to get some quality Myro products. Mike, did you pick up anything else at the <laughs> fest while you were there? Oh yes, I got some. Uh, it's always great at Coco Fest. You find some rare stuff uh, in the auction. I won the uh, Cyber Voice. The Burke and Burke Cyber Voice oh. uh, speech synthesizer for OS9. Did you get the one with the manual? It's got the manual, its original mm. disc, and the original cartridge. Okay. Yeah, I have been on one that disappeared today. Yeah. There was another one that didn't have a manual. That one disappeared. Huh. Uh, have, you, have you tried it out at all? Uh, no, I haven't had a chance yet. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I picked up a Telepack RS-232 cartridge. That the Orion uh, Technologies one? Yes. Okay. Yep. So you don't see those very often. Mm -hmm. And let's see, I, I picked up a copy of the Farfall Master Edition. I got uh, Neil's Night Lore cartridge. Oh, yeah. Uh, picked up another Mini Flash. I got a uh, Triad Plus and the Protector MMU. Um, I also did a trade of my uh, CD with uh, with Paul Thayer and got his Timberman. So oh, neat. Got neat. that. Yeah. That was cool. So uh, that was the first time I met Paul. He's a, he's a good yeah. guy. Yeah, like he's a really good guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, you must uh, have walked away from there with a big red bag on your shoulder like Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I picked up a ton of Burke and Burke stuff for next to nothing in the auction. And, Neat. Uh, and some miscellaneous cartridges I didn't have. So, uh, but uh, yeah, good good time. Good times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool. Grant Leedy uh, got more than he bargained for this Coco Fest. We'll talk about some of that later. But did you get anything from the exhibitors or from the auction, Greg? 
Uh, yeah, actually, I got a uh, the two meg uh, upgrade uh, memory upgrade from uh, Boysen Tech, uh, Boomerang. Um, got the speech and sound pack in the auction. Oh yeah, I uh, donated got, that. <laughs> got several um, uh, ROM packs and books from uh, uh, Cloud Nine. So that's pretty much what I got. Excellent. And plus, uh, plus a dang uh, ukulele. So <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, the highlight right there. The five dollar ukulele. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I forgot. I clicked on a blue streak too. Serial blue streak ultima. From, uh, and also, from, from, uh, uh, I just got a uh, got an eBay acquisition too. I got a uh, one of those monitors, Tandy monitor stands uh, that you would put your monitor on and move it yeah. left and right and up yeah. and down. So, well, yeah, I'm looking forward to the one that Neil uh, Blanchard mentioned that they're working on the retro furniture and the um, monitor riser type thing too. Um, yeah, those are neat. Those are things that you yeah, at one point in time we figured we'll never need these things again, and then now it's come full circle and they're like must-have items um cool stuff uh richard lorbieski w- was planning on being there and was not able to but did have a, a virtual presence uh uh what do you uh, what uh, you have anything you want to mention about what happened at the fest richard as far as we you had a table and i guess we had some people helping to represent you did you do okay with your uh with your uh, presence and and, and product uh, sales and stuff Oh yeah, actually I did very very well, and I I also want to thank uh, David Ladd, Greg, uh, Grant, uh, Jason, <laughs> uh, and everybody else who helped pitched in. Uh, Ron Delvo with the with the signage, uh, because it, this was kind of like the last minute. I just I just did not have the stamina to to, to make the fest because I was just too sick at the time. And yeah, I'm I'm finally you know I'm 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 much much better. And, and on top of that. You know, we also had no air conditioning in our house for almost two weeks. So, you know, that was that was a lot of fun. And uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so yeah, no, it it was uh, it it uh, it was it turned out really really good. Uh, and, and again, I I, I can't uh, uh, again express my appreciation, especially for David Ladd for uh, you know uh, helping pitching in and uh, you know stepping up. Uh, helping me out so i mean that's that's cool. what what i think is uh you know the the whole thing about community it's willing to help help each other to expand and uh continue stuff going when one is sick and down fill the yeah. spot and help them keep moving yeah, yeah. That, that was great i oh, appreciate it too booth. because it gave me and grant more seating room at our booth because david originally was going to be helping with our booth so we it gave us more <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. not only that but i was able to fill my belly yeah, yeah get in my belly <laughs> yeah, i appreciate uh, it too because he uh, richard's booth is right across from mine so i could chat with david most all the show yeah. yeah, and you had and you had that one-on-one chat in the elevator for quite a while too. <laughs> like, not talking about that. <laughs> not talking about that. That was Later. a captive audience. Later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, excellent. Well, we're sorry you weren't able to make it, but I'm glad you were able to be represented in in some fashion, and hopefully you'll be able to make future events. But at the end of the day, it's you know your health is what's most important. You can't push yourself if you're just not if you're not yeah. up to it. Um, yeah. That's Excellent, because you yeah. got the cruise flu, and I'm glad you're feeling better. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. So James was not there, but James was there virtually. He was watching a lot of the live streaming. I think you were also on the show Saturday. Any comments, rem- memories, or takeaways from the fest, James Diffendeffer? Um, it looked like he had a full house. We did. Yep, that Saturday especially. Thing. Were there any yeah. numbers? What's 120 that? and change. 122. Yeah. 122. It wasn't just... Um, just the number of people it was how many tables were in there i mean it looked like that was all that room could hold kind of yeah yeah which i think is uh, a, a good sign for you know people producing stuff for the for the cocoa um the um the uh let's see what did i watch i i watched your jam and uh which was Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that drummer was horrible i tell you well, 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 uh, uh, eventually paul thayer stepped up and fixed that problem so <laughs> yeah I, I would rather listen to the shags than uh you know <laughs> oh now that's that's just that's me no, it, it was uh it, it was really kind of cool to see uh see what people had there and uh, I, I mean i watched one of the walk arounds and then I, I i came in and out watching who was walking by that stationary um yeah camp. that was brian's yeah. corner the the music man yeah did you yeah. see and, babes yeah, it was just really cool to be able to see what was going on yeah it, it looked and, like a good time yeah and by the way brian schubert thank you for making that happen you know just having your laptop there and having that camera Yep. Um, so there was a there was a virtual presence because I was basically saying, look, I don't want to sit here and be stuck behind a laptop and a camera all weekend like I've done in the past trying to stream everything. I was just like, you know, screw it. I want to enjoy the fest. But you picked up and um, and thank you for that. So it, would, it really helped out a lot of people who could not otherwise have been there. So, yeah, that was fabulous. Thank you. Yeah. In, yeah, in my the pleasure. in the immortal words of uh, Rick Adams, I just like to say, uh uh, that my soundboard's not, not working, working again. Okay, so yeah, um, very very cool. Okay, so who have we not talked to? That was just James Different Daffer that we just talked to. Have we talked to Sir David Ladd yet? Lord of the Floppies? Have we? Not yet. All not right. yet. All so, right. Well, due to my limited funds this year, um, I didn't pick up too much, but I did get a few things from um, uh, Mark Marlett. I got his two make badges. Um, I got a few of uh, some cartridges that were the $1 ones that were, you know, like the games that weren't great for the Coco. So they're being sacrificed for the cases. Um, let's see here. Um, I picked uh, Brendan. I, I brought my cable for my Coco 2 so Brendan could install the back plate for me. Um because he's the master at installing those, so I wanted the Coco VGA back panel installed right. Um, so um, I also got a uh, Mister case from uh, John Strong. Um, I'm I think I'm on the list for his joysticks when he comes out with those. Um, I'm also on the list for um, the Coco Mem Junior. Um, the little wedge uh, for the sound for being used with the Coco SDC. Um, 
let's see here. What else? Um, I know I got some other stuff. Um, eBay acquisitions, which I ordered after the fest, just because the fact that uh, when I was at the fest, I was doing some EEPROM programming for a few people. So, um, and my EEPROM programmer was not very happy with Linux that I had. So therefore I um, got, got one in today that works with Linux and it even works on the Raspberry Pi. Thanks, Mike Rowan, for that tip. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. And uh, so, but yeah, the fest overall was great. Um, and uh, I was happy to see everyone. Um, it's just, it's overwhelming. It's, it's, it's it, you know, it's uh, the community, the uh, people gathering. Um, uh, from my standpoint, the weirdness of, people knowing me that I don't know because there were so many people that came up to Richard's booth and go, hello, David. And it's like, uh, do I know you? <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's, it's just one of those things that, you know, it's, it's like you just get overwhelmed with the tables, the number of people. Um, and, uh, also, um, I saw Gary Becker's demonstration of the Gimme X, which I guess a lot of people didn't know he was even doing. I did. Um, after. Um, so it was, and it's all, oh, it's like, I, I can't wait until that actually fully comes out because all oh, that looks so nice. Um, I'm sorry, I'm getting too excited. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's, uh, um, and then, of course, I got to do some, to, to some trading. I also, through Michael Brandt and Neil, <clears throat> going around the country. Um, so through Neil, I got some stuff from Michael Brandt. And one of them, the others I won't talk about, but, but the one was a Tandy 1000. So I, I finally have a Tandy 1000. So... I will be tinkering with that. Yes, I know it's not cocoa, but it's at least a Tandy. So yes, it is. Yeah. Did you get a monitor, a keyboard, and all? Um, it's it's one of the all-in-one machines. Uh, so it's a uh, yes. So uh, it, no monitor, but you know what? Um, I'll try to figure out what kind of display it uses, and maybe I can try to maybe make an adapter and use the wallaby on it ah, yeah i <laughs> i just ordered drive wire on it that's the most <laughs> it does have a serial port and and does it have high density floppy drives i don't know but at this point i don't care yeah yeah i just ordered for mine i got a uh, ega to vga adapter and it's just like a nine pin to 15 pin um, you know, coupler that goes in line and it, it just lets you plug a VGA monitor into that. So you should be able to do something like that and then do like your VGA to HDMI if you have to, uh, whatever the case may be. Yeah, so uh, so I, I did get a few things. Um, but yeah, it's... Uh, um, oh, I did get those, uh, a couple of uh, Brendan's 3D printed boxes for the... Coco VGA because I have a dragon that's waiting to have a VGA installed, but since Richard was sick and couldn't make it, I couldn't get my um, VDG socketed, so my dragon's going to have to wait. Oh. Um, but, uh, uh, but 
But yeah, I got the boxes because I haven't decided if I really want to drill into the case for the yeah. dragon or not. Yeah. Um, but you know what? Um, I'll decide later because I do have two dragons. So I might just, you know, maybe just properly mount it um, in inside. Um, but otherwise, yeah, it's uh, I've. I, I can't think of what else I got. Um, um, you got to tell us about your lift experience. Well, we'll get to later, that later. Later, later. We'll go through That's the photo later in gallery. the show. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, and then I got a couple of Microsoft PS2 mice from Mark Overholzer for my mouse project. So excellent. Um, so um, yeah, it's a. Uh, I got a few Tinker toys to play neat. with. Neat, 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 neat. Lord David. Yes, Nick Marentes was there virtually. Thank you to the internet. Uh, what was your takeaway from what you saw, uh, Nick? And you actually got a few things in the auction, but, but thanks to a couple of us. Yeah, yeah for that you. was good. It was we were uh, proxies for some of the live viewers. Yes, that's right. Well, it's obviously very hard for me to attend all the way from Australia. Um, but yeah, having the virtual uh, your neighbor, your neighbor there. made it. Craig yeah, made it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I told him, put me in your suitcase. But, anyway. <laughs> but yeah, thanks to uh, Jason, who uh, who actually uh, gave us uh, like a virtual walk around tour of the fest um, several times. It kind of felt like I was sort of there. So I was virtually there. I can see all the tables and, and see the activity. It was the next best thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, actually, uh, I, I heard your voice over in the corner there, and I come by and, and yeah. I figured it out looking up. Down. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we, we, yeah. we were those those Is two people from the Muppets. You know, um, <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. know, sit up by Bruce Bruce Moore and I were just sitting up there, you know, cackling at everyone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you didn't you didn't get the proper training, so yeah, no, no. no. <laughs> Very cool. Thank you, Nick. And uh, Boise. Boise was there. You, what were some of your uh, takeaways from uh, last weekend? Uh, well, I had a great time. And um, I picked up some Triad Pluses and Protector Pluses. I picked up a um, picked up a cable from Jason that was very handy. The, uh, the double um, The double CM8 video cable. That yeah. was very cool. I picked up a game that Neil was selling from, um, I think Mark McDougall had made it, Knights of Lore. It was a cartridge game. And then I picked up a copy of Timberman. And I also picked up Mike's cool CD with all of the uh, the ads that go on the Coco Group podcast. So, yeah, I had a good time. It was good to see everybody. And it was especially good to meet Greg Zumwalt, who was uh, at the fest. Did not announce his uh, presence there. He's kind of a guy that likes to fly under the radar, but... Uh, a couple of people expressed the fact that they were disappointed that it, they didn't meet him, and, and I didn't know that. But, uh, yes, he was was there for, I think, all of Saturday or most of Saturday. So that was the highlight of the festival. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Very cool. And I think Tony Pedraza has popped in once or twice. I don't know if he's here now or is he gone. Maybe he'll come he's back. Here. I can is see he him. He's beside Jason on the panel. Oh, there he is. Okay, there's Tony again. I'm sorry. The, 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 the videos keep moving around, so it's hard for me to keep my focus Tony Pedraza, Vice President of Glenside Color Computer Club and the primary auctioneer. 
You are muted, but is there anything you'd like to say to us, or you just want to sit there and look uh, attractive for us? <laughs> Well, thank you for the compliment. <laughs> uh, I don't have all the numbers done yet, but I do know we had over 112. Might be more like 120 people. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That's a might be. I, I still need to finalize that count. Uh, not all of the stubs got thrown in the hat. I'm pretty sure, but we're not missing too many this year. Um. <laughs> I would say that the the fest as an activity, as a financial thing, was an unmitigated success. Excellent. Uh, next year, guaranteed uh, to be put on. We are there are a couple of opinions on the size of the venue. Uh, some people want to move. Um, some people say, "Well, maybe we can reconfigure it a little bit differently." Uh, these things are going to try to be resolved by the, what month is it? By the June meeting, if not by the end of this month. Oh, wow. That's soon. Research done in the area. Okay. Uh, there's a, a committee of four, two local, two away, that are going to be making calls and trying to follow up on suggestions. So we'll see. Um I'm going to take a back seat and let them run with it, and okay. we'll see what happens. Uh, I'll s still try to put together a floor plan, um, but I think hey, it worked. I, it worked. The uh, the the exhibitor area worked out really well this year. I think all exhibitors had room to exhibit. So the you know last year it was kind of cross pollinated between rooms and it was a little disjointed, but this year, I think it worked out really well, but as we all saw, it was pretty packed. So, I mean, that's a good problem to have. Yeah, it was uh, literally standing room only in a few cases. Yeah. A few times I was wanting to talk to somebody, and I had to go around the long way because there were yeah. so many people in the aisle talking to other people. That it, yeah, know. so, I mean, I think I think a, maybe a larger venue might be better, even if the numbers don't change, just to have a little bit more breathing room. And I, I suspect because the 40th anniversary of the Coco, we might get a few more people to come out of hiding. Um, for for such an event, so um, and yeah, Mr. So Huffman, yes, we are referring to you. Yes, yeah. So that was yeah, but I would definitely say it's a success. I mean, yeah, you could sit here and look at numbers and say, well, hundred this or hundred ten, hundred twenty. If there were seventy people there, it didn't matter because everybody that was there was there because they wanted to be, and we all had a great time. And it was um, honestly one of the things that I really enjoyed about it. Although I I do miss. I, I do regret I didn't get a chance to see uh, Stephen Hirsch speak because that was the main thing I wanted to see because I like games. I wanted to see him talk about the Speed Racer game and Mitchtron and everything. So I missed that because I was so busy trying to troubleshoot my, my setup. But um, I like that there were not a whole bunch of presentations this year. We spent the majority of our time on the exhibit area and we were just hanging out. And honestly, that I enjoyed that. I really did. Um, I, I mean, uh, presentations are nice, but I don't think we need to have a ton of presentations for it to be considered a success. I think just being there and being amongst your family is a good enough reason to come out every year, you know? Family. <laughs> family. There's Linda. Thank you for walking on my back, Linda. Oh, you're welcome, little brother. Yeah, I'm going to start that sooner. It's going to be a new tradition, so. <laughs> <laughs> Since Alan, my Lloyd toy isn't coming for massages anymore, I'll, I'll just walk on your back. Okay, perfect. Linda, perfect. you didn't walk on my back. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I didn't know you was doing those services. Oh, well, now you know. I'm going to set up a massage table next year. Yeah. The, the look yeah. on Alan's face throughout this conversation is just priceless, by the way. Yeah. yeah how, 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 how often have you been referred to as a boy toy, Alan Huffman? Other than Linda? <laughs> Other than Linda. <laughs> I love you, baby. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's a good. Oh, here I'll do mine. And I have a I have a lot, so I'm going to give you the short. I'll give you the short um, version of mine, and then we'll take a break, and then we're gonna. We've got a ton of pictures in a photo gallery. Um, so, one one of my um, pickups, and I'll I'll uh, make my screen bigger. But this is actually a retro innovations product. But this is from Bell Brain, Jim Brain's daughter. So she makes these uh, kind of circuit board earrings. So I got a pair of these, and I was actually wearing them at the fest and um i've got holes in my ears that have not seen the light of day in, in decades so it was kind of interesting trying to pop those things through but i wore a couple of those um i did get um a couple of these uh from cloud nine the uh the badges and these are really really good quality metal they're embossed and and they look really good i tried taking um and i bought one from myro a couple years ago too in I must be an idiot. I can't get the old badges off. I've tried freaking carpenter knives. I've tried screwdrivers. I can't get the old badge off. I can scrape the shit out of them and gouge my Coco 3, but I can't get a badge out. So um, <laughs> I've got, uh, you know, I'm going to need a tutorial on that, but I got that. I got a bunch of the uh, Retro Tinker, um, you know, um, personal tattoos. So I will not be putting any of these on any below the belt parts of my body. Um, unlike Ron Delvo. I got the new John Strong uh, analog arcade-ish style stick. It's got like real arcade buttons. It's got a much better quality analog. So this is like, uh, I guess, kind of a cross between a Black Beauty and a deluxe joystick, but just on steroids, right? So good quality parts. So that's cool. He's been talking about these on the show. He's been testing them. The cool thing about this is it's got a left and right switch. So if you want to have your joystick on the right and your buttons on your left, you can do that. Or you can flip a switch. Although I think uh, didn't you have the patents on switches on Cocoa products, Jason? I don't know. So, um, but this you could um, you could flip a switch and make it where the buttons are on the left or on the right. So that's kind of cool. The left or right-handed stick, basically. Left or right-handed stick. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Um, I do have. I'm sorry. Go ahead. In Australia. Just did ask on uh, on the last show. We were talking about it when he was showing those live on the camera. I held him up to the that camera held up near the roof. Um, the switch on the side, does that just flip the X and Y or does it tip the buttons up and down as well? It, well, I guess it has to do both, right? Yeah, okay. I guess it would, um, assuming, I guess, that, I mean, that's a hardware question. It's above my head. So, yeah, I, I would think so because you're flipping the stick over. Your 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 axes must flip too, right? Oh, yeah, so. no, I meant the, the actual buttons. So the red button becomes the top button. So there's just the oh, top okay. button swap over mm. and become the other top button. Yeah. Um, honestly, I haven't really tried it that much. I'll, I'll report back to you later, though. But um, okay, cool. So yeah, um, I did Your results get results will vary in yes. Australia. Uh, I did get the cocoa. <laughs> got the cocoa VGA enhanced uh, installed into my TDP 100. Thank you to Brendan Donahue. Uh I did get the best of Myro collection, and so uh, that's really good. I think I got an autograph on there too. Uh, I of course I love games and I love cartridges so I got all the cartridges so I got the Knights of Lore cartridge and I like 
the classic uh, silver box too. This is very nostalgic. Tim Lindner designed these, right? So I got those. I got the new Farfall Master <clears throat> Edition with the sound. And then I got the Hunt the Wumpus from Evan Wright, which uh, he also autographed for me. So that was kind of cool. Um, you get the butt sticker? The butt sticker, yeah, I did. I did that. <laughs> um, so one of the things I got that had been holding on to for about a year, but this is a monitor stand that I think came from Ron Klein, and Greg was holding on to that for me. This is my TDP 100 with the Coco VGA installed on it now. Now behind me back here, that's the Tandy 1000 that I bought. My big, I can't, dude, no matter where I move my freaking head, I can't like not see that. Um, anyways, so behind me here is uh, the Tandy 1000 is on what would be the left. You can see that. On the right is an Apple IIc that I bought from somebody at the Fest last year. So these are things I bought a year ago that I wasn't able to get home. That's why I kind of drove this year. So I brought those things back. Um, that's that's the main stuff. I did get a handful of things in auction. Oh, oh, dude, I got to show you. The, well, I've got pictures of it. I don't feel like dragging it out. But I got a really cool Coco with an HJL um, keyboard, which was like on my wish list, my bucket list to get one of those keyboards. So I got a really nice silver Coco one with a Rev C motherboard and the H HJL keyboard installed in it. Um, I got that, that in the auction. D that was a D key. Uh, I don't remember. E yeah. D D E. It was one of those letters of the alphabet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. So yeah. So that was kind of cool. I got that. I, I got a few other things. I, I got a. Um, where you had your game running on the uh, 1000. Yeah, yeah, Mike. That, that was the whole thing. I wanted to get my Tandy game running on the Tandy 1000 because that was very surreal for me to be able to see that after 20 years um, on the original hardware. So that was kind of cool. Cosmic Aliens, the original version, next to the kind of work in progress version was my exhibit. Um, yeah, and a handful of things in the auction. So it was good, including Jolt Cola, which was good. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Did anybody end up picking up that big Apple monitor that was that was at the auction at the start? It went into the free pile. It's yeah, yeah. Somebody did though because it disappeared off of the uh, it disappeared off of the pile. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, okay. Paul Fiscarelli saying the badge removal requires a heat gun and dental floss. Um, anybody else have any insight onto removing a badge without causing permanent damage to the cocoa? Yeah, ha hair dryer has worked for me. Doesn't have to yeah. be a heat gun. David Ladd, have you got a spare hair dryer? Um, Stevie, I don't have hair, so how would I have a hair dryer? <laughs> that, you have a spare lying around. You don't need it yes, anymore, right? There, it was a rhetorical question. Yes. <laughs> okay. So we have spent almost an hour uh, talking about what we got at the fest, and we're barely getting started talking about the fest, but that's what today's show is all about. So we're going to take a real quick break, and we're going to take a break by playing the official theme song for this year's Coco Fest by De Bruce Moore. Uh, the theme was Make the Trek, and here it is for your listening pleasure. We'll be right back, boys and girls. <laughs> High production value here. Spare no expense here. Hold on. Let's try this again. Take two. Boop. growing stronger, Captain. Coming from a star system directly ahead. Coco Fest Make the trek To the place You belong 
Oktoberfest, May 4th and 5th, 2019 in Lombard, Illinois. Make the trek. Touch the heron. Fascinating. Uh, and we are back. And uh, there's one more thing I forgot to mention that I got. Uh, and probably was, there's probably more I forgot too. But for for those of you who don't know, um, most of you or a lot of you are probably familiar with the cocoa pie project that Ron Klein has been so um, you know avidly working on. But the original raspberry pie cocoa um, concept was was from Chris Hawks from Hawksoft, who's been a member of Glenside you know since I don't know uh, prehistory, right? So, um, and, and Chris um, made this really cool thing here, which I bought one from him, but it's basically a USB to cocoa keyboard adapter. So if you've got like an extra cocoa, uh, you got an extra keyboard floating around, you can use a real cocoa keyboard on a Raspberry Pi, or as, a, as they were telling me last night, because I think Ron was on for us a little bit last night, um, you can actually just plug it into a PC. So if you wanted to use a cocoa keyboard on your, like, cause you know, on, if you're on an emulator, trying to remember what key does what sometimes you can go crazy. You need like a lookup chart and, you know, and a, a personal assistant sometimes to remember what key does what. So imagine plugging a real cocoa keyboard just into your computer running MAME and, and using the right keys. Where's the at key? Oh, there's the at key. It's right there. It says at on it, you know? So, um, I'm looking forward to maybe doing a raspberry Pi repack in a cocoa case with, with the keyboard. Um, so that's a cool little project that Chris Hawks had, and so I, I, um, I got that. And by the way, is Mike Rowan still here? Yeah, so, so Myra, I'm glad you, I, I don't think I wrote you guys feedback, but I mentioned this, and I, I wanted to give you huge, huge kudos. I mean, everybody knows what a great job you do, but I mentioned this, I go, if, if there was, if they did like a episode of Coco Crew that was nothing but Myro, I would totally listen to that, and l luckily now we, we have it, we can buy it, but... Your past couple of like schoolhouse rock things that you did with the strings and with hexadecimal. I mean, I just listened to those things and, and my mind was blown. It's not only in how much talent and creativity went into there, but the thinking the whole thing through. You know, just there's so many levels of brilliance in, in, in those schoolhouse rock things. So I just wanted to give you mad props for that, Myro, because you just you bring a lot to the table and I appreciate it. So oh, th Thanks. Yeah. And so I was very happy to to get the, uh, the Myro's greatest hits, like as if there was a a, a worse hit from Myro, right? So uh, <laughs> the Myro's misses, right? So the hits and the misses, folks. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's a little bit about the pickups. We got a lot of stuff. I'm sure we're we're forgetting a lot of stuff, but I think one of the things that might help shake our our memory here is. We've been compiling uh, some photos and uh, put put together a bunch of pictures in the Facebook uh, photo gallery. Of course, now I'm trying to figure out how to how to switch screens here. And of course, that's not that's not the left screen, right? So let's try this again. There we go. All right. So this is a photo gallery that we could probably share with you guys. Although I don't know how to share. Uh, I'm I'm not good with sharing, anyways. So uh, this is a bunch of pictures. So I guess you guys all know this is this is the lovely and talented John Strong of Strongware. I think these are mostly in chronological order. So this might have been when he first arrived. Uh, here is Ron Delvaux touching the heron, and we can thank Boise for poisoning our minds with that when he mentioned on a Coco Crew podcast that his tradition is like I like to come in and touch the heron, and ever since then it's just become it's become a thing that everybody must touch this heron and. 
Uh, hopefully the heron is is okay with it. So, <laughs> so here is. So that's a so that's a cocoa thing. That's not a, a, a like a United States. You, know, you go there and you got to do that. <laughs> it's kind of. I guess I don't know, oh. Boise. You could tell us better. Uh, I, I stupid comment, offhanded comment I made one time on the Cocoa Cocoa Group podcast. It kind of caught fire. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't. It just you know it just feels like the thing to do when you walk in and see that huge statue. And this year, someone had the sense of humor to put a little uh, bottle of uh, hand sanitizer. Yeah, that was Jason. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that was all right. <laughs> so here's Ron Delvo touching the heron. This was the poster that was in the lobby. Um, uh, make the trek. That got auctioned off, right? So here was the setting up. So Ron Klein got there early. He's out there setting up tables. Go, Ron Klein. Talk about a community uh, member there, right? There's Brett Gordon. Author also, of Fusix. He, he looks surprised. What did you say, Ron? He also helped with the tables. Yeah, he was helping at the yeah. tables. Uh, I don't know who that guy is. Some schmuck. Uh, who's that? Just <laughs> trying, to, trying to wake up with some coffee after the drive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lots of, lots of hanging out in the lobby, which is always kind of cool. There's Greg, the Internet's own Grant Leedy. Look, look at that smile on that boy. He's photogenic, ain't he? Just want to oh, pinch yeah. those cheeks. Uh, there's John Mark Mobley from Glenside Color Computer Club. He's the, uh, the editor of the newsletter, right? I believe uh, so. The, Polly Fiscarelli is there. And there's, there's half of, there's the other half of Eric Canales. So hello, Eric. This is in the lobby. There's Jason, the Cocoa Man Reichert. I didn't realize he's got a thing in his ear. What the hell is that? Is it like, uh, did your veterinarian put that tag in you there, Jason? What's going on? Yeah. It was a, it was a result of a, a, <laughs> Look, a horrible it's like, accident. It's like something you expect to see on a head of cattle. So uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this, guy, this is from the guy who had PCBs hanging from. Him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I recognize this guy here. This is that David Ladd fella. There's David. There's uh, William Astle, Lost Wizard from LW Asm LW Tools. For those of you who are using his products, uh, this is the man who's who's brought those to us. Also did the Dungeons of Dagrath. Uh, um. Hey, did anybody recognize this guy here? Look at that face. Look at that face. <laughs> John W. Linville. John Linville. Yes, and there's John and David and Grant talking in the lobby. Look at there's a stack of Kit Kats from L. Curtis Boyle, Canadian Kit Kats. Um, yep. uh, more lobbies, more peoples in the lobbies. Hey, there's Myro. It has caught on. There he is. Here is Brendan and his daughter Morgan, lovely young lady. They must have been just, just arriving. Brendan Donahue. Just arrived, yep. Yeah, a lot of these came from Ron Delvo, too. I downloaded Ron's uh, photo stick as well. Eric Canales. Uh, this was cool. This was also at Tandy Assembly. Was I, I'm losing track. Was it last year or this year? I guess it was Tandy Assembly right. last year, right? Because it was like around October ish. Yeah. Right? So this is like a larger than life size backdrop that can easily fit. 12 to 14 oversized men. Um, and it's the Dino Wars thing. So Tim Lindner made this, and it's really, really neat. I'm glad I got to saw this in person. I remember seeing the picture saying, man, I wish I could see that. So, And he and he was asking, he goes, what should I do like for next year? I go, well, I know this is going to sound cliche, but I would love to see Dungeons of Daggerath, and not the cover, but like inside. We've got to see like looking into the dungeon where we can all be standing inside the dungeon and stuff. And so... I don't know if that suggestion will will surface, but I would be really cool to see that as a backdrop. Um, yeah, because look at that, Ron Delvo. Uh -huh. uh, Ron, what are you about five two, right? So five two, yeah. about one hundred and twenty. I set the uh, camera <laughs> up 
the other side of a room and had it take it by itself. Yeah, Nobody yeah. Would take my picture, so. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's a it's a nice large backdrop. So Ron is literally dinosaur size. That's cool. Yeah, <laughs> roar, <laughs> round roar. elvo roars, roar. <laughs> <laughs> There's uh, Jason the Coker Man holding up his uh, MC10. Uh, let's make sure we're not missing any chats here. If we're missing any live chats, let me see if my soundboard works for this. MC10. There we go. Uh, MC10. MC10. All right, and uh, there's the uh, MCX128 memory board. Right. Was that your first time firing that one up, Jason? Uh, other, no, uh, just briefly at home, I just uh, got the startup screen, but this is the first time I got really to do anything with it. Okay, this was starting to set up. Uh, that was is that, that that's Neil's side, right? So that was Neil's corner, Neil's computer services. We'll see some pictures here in a little bit, but Neil literally brought booth babes. Now, one thing I didn't realize until much later. Was that one of the one of the ladies at at Neil's booth was the artist who did the T-shirt? I don't think he introduced her that way because not only did she do the T-shirt or the artwork that became the T-shirt for the show, but I was just reading the package on Knight's Lore. She did the artwork for that, so he's got a very talented friend. And I don't know that you know. I'm sure a lot of more, more people probably would have wanted to said, "Hey, th you know, thanks for making the, the the make the trek for us," you know, things like that. So yeah, I didn't that's know that's Amy I, Amy Grimwood. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't know till later. Maybe it's just my ignorance, but I would have liked to have said, "Oh, wow, great job!" You yeah, know? I, didn't, I, just, I didn't find out till after the show either. Myself. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes we put two and two together too late. Uh, yeah. There's Jason the Coco Man Rikerd getting his uh, MC10 hooked up. <laughs> uh, there it is. The menu. That's very cool. A lot of the stuff is just early on. I, <laughs> Ryan, <laughs> why did you record? Why did you take the picture of the urinal, Ron? I don't remember. Was it was, so we could do a core dump later on? Because nobody does it. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, wrong button. Let's see if this is the right button here. There we go. Get that crap out of there. Um, so is that an unusual object in your area? Did you win that in the auction? Because <laughs> nobody takes it. Yeah, that's Randy. So this is the Glenside table on the other side. So there's Randy Weaver, Tony Pedraza. That's the back of Brian Goers. Is that is that Wally or is that Rich, Rich Blair? Blair. Rich, Blair <laughs> Rich Blair. It's kind of hard to tell there. There's Linda. I remember when when I first saw Brian, I didn't have my glasses on. I kind of leaned my head over my shoulder when he walked in and go, hey, how you doing, uh, Gary Becker? He's like, I'm not Gary Becker. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, man. I couldn't tell. Then you said he, he was, was Gary Becker's stunt Yeah, and then I'm like, yeah, it could be, you might as well be a stunt double because you guys. <laughs> there's Carl. Carl was there this year. Um, all right, so whose setup is this here? Uh, that's Eric's. Oh, that's, that's Eric's, because there's the camera. Now, that's neat. I do have something to show off, too, that is an exclusive. But Eric took some really cool Polaroids of people and then did some high-resolution capturing of those Polaroids. I have those to show off. So he had his camera. Um, he had a, a TRS-80 Model 4. He had a laser disc player. Cool stuff going on there with Eric Canales. Um, is this this is uh, Brian, uh, Brian Schubing, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Brian set up for all of his music stuff. There he is the music man himself, making lots of sounds. Right. Getting set up. This was early in the show. We're all getting set up. Windows ninety five. Is that running on OS nine in emulation mode? Yeah, it was actually. <laughs> literally. Or is that the OS nine boot screen that said Windows ninety five? Yeah. Okay. Is that what it was? Okay. I don't know who that schmuck is. Uh, there's John Strong of Strongware. There's Eric Canales. And uh, that was my first round of starting to set up my computer. It got better over time. Brendan Donahue. 
looking good. This is uh, this was on uh, Chris Hawk's table. Now, unfortunately, I don't. I think this was the Raspberry Pi one. You can't tell because it's in a cocoa case. So this could be a real cocoa, or it could be the Raspberry Pi. I'm not sure. But with his repack, you kind of just don't know. So this one might actually be the Raspberry Pi. For all I know, there's Chris Hawk setting some stuff up. And his wife. This is Rick Adams' table here with his uh, Joel, his son's the bomb threat. Quick break. If you look in the cartridge port of Chris Hawk's box, you can see the Raspberry Pi. Well, from this angle, can you see it? No. There's a that, picture later. It is what it is, though. That is what it is. Okay, because he's got the little chart for the keyboard on here, too. Okay. There, there's an, up another picture later. Yeah, okay. From this angle, I couldn't tell. Okay. Uh, there's Rick Adams in front of um, in front of the uh, the uh, Dino Wars thing. Rick Adams, le 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 legendary game designer. Here's uh, the MC10 in the aftermarket MC10 slash doorstop. Right, Jason, was that your? Right, that was my little that was my little joke, and that was before <laughs> I got my uh, case for my MCX128. <laughs> so that was that was that would have been set up day, I bet. Yes, it's like a really big doorstop too. Yeah, yeah. So here, Rick Rick Adams has been doing this stuff with the LED lighting that he controls through a Raspberry Pi, which is always pretty cool. So this one was saying, "Make the trek to Coco Fest." Uh, scrolling through there, he made the signs and made the LEDs. He had he did this for the first handy assembly that he attended was the first time we saw this display. But he he has these things in his house too, where he does like holiday decorations. It's really cool stuff. Um, this was, I'm not sure who was doing the, uh, switcheroo. Is this you, Jason? That's, that's my booth there. Yep. That's a switcheroo with a bomb threat. There you go. Bomb threat. Uh, what on earth is this? We got switch boxes and floppies and we got things plugged into things. I, I am jealous on the clear Coco SDC case. So I'm not sure whose setup that is though. Uh, I think that was I a fellow a, right next to me, but I don't know. Oh, that might've been, um, guy with the white beard. Yeah. 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 Richard Christop. That's it. Richard Chrislip. Okay. There we go. Yeah. I mean, that is, this is a guy who uses his cocoa. He's got stuff hooked into stuff with switching boxes to get more stuff hooked up to stuff. Right. So that is a, that's a cocoa. <laughs> that's a real genuine cocoa setup right there. Right. So, uh, I don't know this guy. Anybody know this guy? Uh, I think there's a Commodore guy. Trolley McTrollface, I think, is his name. Yeah, Trolley McTrollface. <laughs> Didn't look real happy to be on that camera. Yeah, Jim Brain from Red. There's Paulie working on something there. Paul Fiscarelli. Uh, that's Paul's little logo for his little uh, floppy uh, disk explorer program, I think, right? Uh, what else we got in here? So this, was, uh, this was Neil's table. So Neil actually had a handful of uh, Coco SDCs with cases. Number of cartridges, uh, Jim O'Keefe's Plateau of the Past, Plateau of the Past, uh, the uh, Sega Joypad adapter, a bunch of Best of Myro stuff. Um, good stuff there, Neil. Booth Babes as well, so that was good. This is Boise's Cocoa Call for Papers. I didn't um, get to see it, but I've got it recorded, so I hope to be able to replay it later. I was starting to get a really bad uh, cough in my throat, so I did not want to you know, pollute the room with my noise, so I left the room. But I left the camera rolling, so I hope to be able to watch this later. Hey, is that, that uh, the soldering iron thing that was showed up later? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was part of a bundle of something. How did the call for papers go, Boise? Were you uh, happy with, uh, with, the, with the presentations and everything? Well, yeah. It uh, more than doubled from the participation last year. So from that point of view, it was a, ro a, a success. And... Um, some good information, some good papers out there, and um, it has momentum now, so hopefully we can get even more next year. 
Okay, very cool. You see that long board there? What is he give me that uh, sound card? Yeah, Rhonda, that was a sound card, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No creative. Yeah. Okay, bet. very cool. Looks uh, like a Sound Blaster 32. Okay, bunch of uh, weirdos from the community. There is Mark Marlette of Cloud9 Technologies. He's showing me how a, a puppet works. Yeah, that's, showing you how to use a sock puppet. That's what I thought it was. It's a hand sock puppet. It's how to use a sock puppet without the sock. So for those of you who can't. Uh... <laughs> and there's Mark and Sandy Weimer. And uh, there is, okay, that's Brendan. That's probably my computer right there. That was the first one that he worked on. So that's Brendan uh, Donahue and his daughter Morgan doing some Coco VGA upgrades. This was a cool project. Um, that he actually did a, a, a presentation on, and there That's was a BBC computer in there. Yeah, and then there's another thing. Uh, this was me taking a picture of somebody. This thing here, this was kind of like a Wii mote, where it's like a gyroscopic motion sensitive thing, and they had it hooked up to a program where, as you move this thing around, it was like updating a kaleidoscape on the screen and semi graphics on the Coco. So that was a really cool project to tie in, you know, hardware and uh, software. That was kind of cool. Um, here's the Coco VGA table. He was pretty busy most of the weekend. And by the way, I've, I've got it hooked up. I love it. I don't know how we've lived without this for 30 years. I wish we had Coco VGA back in 1980. You know what I mean? It's like, it's amazing how clean it is. And that's even know. before all the extra features he's had. Yeah, yeah. I don't know uh, who they this didn't guy develop VGA until 86, 87. Well, he was ahead of his time. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, future proofing, right? So, Curtis Boyle, there's somebody's table. That was. What does that say? Lo location 23, Coco Pi 3. So this was where Ron Klein was going to set Ron up. Klein, yep. I was surprised I was able to read that, actually. That's pretty good. Uh, this is the non-Steve Bjork version of Zaxxon for the TRS-80, uh, which actually looks yeah, it looks pretty. really good. I was surprised how good that Zaxxon looked for the resolution it was running at. Um, Rick Adams. Let's see if we can get this working now. Thank you. Yes, you're too kind, and thank you. There we go. We got Rick <laughs> Adams. Uh, we got a bear monitor there. Hey, there's Steve and Rick. And there's Jason taking a picture of me taking a picture of something. <laughs> and Jason taking a picture of something else. I think you were Zooming for us, right? Right, who had the, right. Who had the trackball? Brian Weasler brought that by because at first we didn't have enough mice for the ease of use booth. For ah, okay. Okay. So this was getting easy. How, how did ease of use, uh, um, did people come out and talk to you about it and play with it yeah. and stuff? Did you get good I, feedback? Like you were mentioning before, the fact we didn't have as many seminars, I actually stayed at the booth and actually did visit. And I had some really nice long talks with uh, probably about half a dozen people. So that mm. was a moment for me. And, and also making in a presence at Cocoa Fest was... Uh, there he is. Nick Naroda was at Cocoa Fest. <laughs> That virtually was, uh, yours. Virtually. <laughs> I, that's actually the wallpaper on my phone. So whenever I need to smile, oh, I just turn it on yeah. and look at that picture. That's uh... <laughs> wow, what a treat. I'm touched and concerned. <laughs> <laughs> you look very, touch, very professional there. Yeah, Steve. Heck, why would you be concerned about Steve? Oh, I have uh, no uh, Okay, ladies and gentlemen, creepy David Ladd just entered the room. Um, so, yeah, here's some early <laughs> early set. Okay, this is the Coco 3 FPGA, the first of its kind of a hardware replacement for the Coco. Uh, this is Gary Becker's project, which I, I learn a little bit more about each year when I see it. Um, it's a neat, neat little project. It's been around for quite some time. It's evolved over time. Um, cool stuff. And Gary Becker, who has experience 
with FPGA emulations of a Cocoa 3. I believe he's also the one who's helping Ed Snyder, right? Yeah, with, with the, the, with the, the Gimme port? X. Yeah, he's uh, the, the Becker port was named after Gary Becker, right? So you got a serial port, you got a cassette port, and you got a Becker port. You just got to look for it in the back of your Cocoa. It's there somewhere. Um, <laughs> so this must be the uh, Cocoa Pie, Retro yeah. Pie, Raspberry Pie thing right there. That's Chris Hawk's ones, though, though right? So there's your uh, HDMI out. Here's one of many pictures in front of the backdrop. As I mentioned, we can get lots of full-grown men in front of this thing. It was huge, right? So, that looks so big there. Yeah, no. <laughs> so in the back row, we got Paul Fiscarelli, Jason Reichard. There's Ron Delvo. There's Grant Leedy. Here is Eric Canales, Curtis Boyle, myself in the center. Brendan Donahue and Brian Weasler were in this picture here. So there's uh, Jim O'Keefe. He likes floppies. He's right? a great so guy. He is a great guy. He also has been making a lot of the T-shirts that we've had for Coco Fests and for Tandy Assembly. So he makes the really cool T-shirts. So um, there, this guy's hanging out in the lobby. There's uh, there's that guy playing Daggerath like that idiot in the book, Tim Lindner there, <laughs> Boy Boise in the background. Like, what did there's, he say about that, that he never did it? He didn't remember. And there's the back of Grant and John. There's the side of uh, of uh, Jason, and, and there's there's me. I got a lot of those. There's Neil Blanchard, part of the Coco Crew podcast. Uh, Jason, uh, this was was this uh, where was this? Was this our is dinner? Fire and wine. Yeah, fire and wine. And Curtis Boyle. This is the boys having dinner. Polly Fiscarelli. Lots of food being had. Right, that looks good. Uh, pizzas. Uh, I, I, let's go back. I'm clicking too quickly here. Okay, uh, that looks like Tim Lindner looking at something. There's Brett having a beer. Uh, here's Eric. There's guys in the background. There's uh, um, George. 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 George is there. John Strong. More guys. There's Gary Becker. Gary's friend. His co guy who works with Gary. His name was Dwayne. I think so. Yeah. So he works with Gary Becker. He was there. There's uh, Polly and Jason. Uh, Dwayne was there all weekend. There's. Uh, you want to talk about this product here? Is this a new uh, CocoMan.biz product? That's that's the $5 ukulele. Does it have a switch or an Australian name on it? No, but it does It does have four strings. <laughs> ah, there's Morgan touching the heron. So you can see the tradition is catching on. Uh, there's our sign. More guys in the lobby. More dinner pictures. More lobby pictures. That is Scott Went. W-E-N-D-T. There's the back of Mikey's head. Known as uh, Malfunct. I see Brett. Malfunct. Brett Gordon. This guy here in the back, he introduced his name. I'm I'm drawing a blank right now. The guy next to Brett in the back there. That was a guy wearing the shirt that said, like, slash sarcasm. Yeah, something like that. Uh, there's Ron Delvo, John Strong. This is all in the lobby. Uh, there's Mark Overholzer. Are you just arriving? Yep. Yep. Right. And he, right. he never Early. leaves home without his miner's helmet on, does he? And you got in what about five thirty in the morning or something? Yeah, I landed at like five oh five Saturday morning. Wow. Wow. Randy Weaver. Randy makes the uh, Tandy List website, right? To help some of the automatic registrations and databases and stuff. Uh there is the T shirt from the twenty fifth. Jim O'Keefe made that T shirt. I'm not is that you wearing that shirt, Curtis? Yeah, I believe so. Yep. Coco Talk Mug. There is Mark Marlette, Sandy Weimer, Cloud9 Technologies. There there we go. We know memory. So uh, there is our memory boards. Lots of cartridges. If you were needing to catch up on some Cocoa cartridges, Cloud9's got a couple. A couple, two, three, right? Yeah. I, uh, I, I picked up some there. 
Well, between myself and uh, I think David bought a bunch of the dollar ones. Yeah. Now, he talked about this last year. This was the uh, mechanical keyboard replacement, like a membrane replacement for Coco 3 keyboards. Uh, I don't know if he's given us an update to when that's going to well, be ready. Well, I can tell but... you, I, I talked to him about it, and he yeah. said he's got about a month of work to do on it. Okay. And he's going to possibly have something by the next Coco Fest. Okay. Very cool. I know that was uh, a lot of people had a good interest in that. So uh, just uh, even if you, even if your Mylar isn't bad, just to have updated clicky feedback on your keyboard would be a nice thing, right? Yeah, those are. Um, that's Henry Reitfeld and his son, and and Henry took uh, these are what they, what they call the arcade one-up machines. You buy these things at Walmart for like three hundred bucks, and they have like a half a dozen arcade games built into them. But you can hack them and turn them into MAME cabinets pretty easily. So he turned his into a MAME cabinet. He had Coco running on VCC and stuff, so he's playing a lot of different Coco games on a custom arcade uh, cabinet thing. He made his own joystick to it and stuff like that. So that was a pretty cool little project. I'm disappointed because I kept trying to go to try that out because they had the real joysticks and, my, and yeah. uh, eight buttons on it, but it was always busy. And then on Sunday, he sh shut it down no. early, so I never did get a chance to try it. Yeah, so that was kind of neat. Matter of fact, one of the games he pulled up was one that Terry Steen had made that he forgot he made or didn't have a copy of. So there was something that Terry Steen, who was there, who had sent off the T&D software or something like that, was on his collection. So Terry got to saw a game from like his childhood that he didn't know. Yeah, he said he wrote it when he was 17 or something. Yeah, that didn't even exist anymore. Uh -huh. So that's kind of cool. Uh, that is Ron Klein working on some uh, Cocoa Pie stuff. And yeah, so this is the cool artwork that Ron Delvo did for the Cocoa Pie menu kind of overlay screen. So that's kind of cool. Uh, this is the this has got to be the Coco Three FPGA, right? Because you got kind of like the scan lines, and there's like lots yeah, of effects you can turn on with that. Yeah, Cyclone Coco Video Test. Yeah, that looks really cool. Uh, Boise and um, Ron Klein talking, and hey, Tony Pedraza, I recognize that face. All right? Uh, is this uh, was, was this Jim Brains um, no, setup of his? Mine, of his that's my um. Coco Pie playing the um, Coco music. Ah, okay, okay. Because I know Jim Blaine was doing like some type of media player. Uh, more of that. There's some stuff, right? There's some people standing around there. More people standing around. Um, yeah, Jim Blaine and his daughter Bell were there. The back of people. We should probably get rid of some of these pictures that show nothing but somebody's butt, right? Maybe we clean up this photo album a little bit. <laughs> Here's Retro Innovations and some of his little uh, product leaflets on some of his different things he's got he was also playing uh, a media player for his work in progress this is the um coco sdc extender that will add a sound chip and a real-time clock so for those who want all the benefits of a coco sdc without any of the hassle of a multi-pack interface this is going to answer those prayers so that's cool and he was playing some media files on that sound chip there so that's kind of cool to see that that was a big monitor, too. Making progress. Here is Neil Blanchard's uh, Internal Affairs BBS being accessed. Was that being on RetroPie, or is that a, what was that pulled up on? Yeah. RetroPie? No, no, on the brick there. The um... Oh, on the mist thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it's running Roger Taylor's Coco ANSI BBS program. Correct. Ah, ah neat. Netmate. Neat, neat. Netmate, okay. Well, that ANSI looks really good. Yeah, we've got two really decent ANSI displaying ones. We have Sockmaster's original Twilight Term, written in the 90s, and now okay. Roger's been his new one, so it's cool. Okay. Yeah, that looks good, and the artwork looks really good on there. There's the madman himself, Simon Jonason, in the flesh. 
And there's Paul Thayer, part of the Thayer brothers. He was there. There's a computer. There's more computers. There's Farfall, the new and improved Farfall. And his arcade um, stick. This was John uh, John Linville's uh, media player playing Star Wars. And it's hard to believe when you watch this, when because I pulled up the YouTube video not too long ago. It was about 10 years ago when he first... Yeah, like, about, about that. But if you think about it, it's it's impressive by any standards. But the fact that this was done ten years ago and you know to do streaming video on a Coco, it's it's pretty impressive. Um, the fact that it can be done and that it was done. I know Ron Klein is showing some interest in this, so I think Ron's going to be picking this up and maybe you know bringing it forward. So it'd be kind of cool to see more uh, video content in the future. That's uh, Tim Thayer's wife. I don't remember her name, but she's a lovely woman, great singer. She was singing Two Broken Arms." Don't know how that happened. Curtis Boyle, smiling for some unknown reason. There he is. This is um, Greg, Greg Zumwalt. And I think Boise mentioned this was the moment when he first met him in person. So this was Greg and his wife. Yeah, Stephen Hirsch on the right there, too. Stephen the Hirsch on the right, which I, the whole time he was there, I, I didn't know that he was the guy who did the presentation because I missed the presentation. And I was just so out of it that I didn't really say hi to him too much. But um, so I this is a random picture because I didn't know who they were either. I just yeah. Yeah, so 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 <laughs> good good job, uh, Ron Delvo, just snapping that random pick right there, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yep. uh, good. Uh, how do we get out of here? Okay, so I don't know what the hell that is. That's a Coco. You ever seen one of those before? Ron's Garage website. Shameful yeah. plug right there on the uh, Coco Facebook group, the Ron's Garage Facebook group. Uh, Mark Overholzer looking seriously further into the future with those uh, goggles yes. he's got on. Looking yeah, all the so. way to Australia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Blurry picture. Uh, there he is. There's Steven. So this was his presentation that I missed, but this is a guy who worked for Mitch Tron and did a number of games, uh, one of them being Speed Racer. He was our keynote speaker. Uh, yeah, so and he coded Steven the whole Hirsch. thing in, in ML. He didn't use an assembler. That just blows my mind. Wow. 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 And, uh, I took pictures of some of his notes that he had on yeah. the screen. Hold my beer while I make this game, right? So, <laughs> hey Steve, did you did anyone record that? Uh, that we talk? did. I did not, so I don't know if anybody did because I was I was so like it was a so, fantastic talk. I yeah, know last. we're we're trying to see if we can't get a hold of him again to get something recorded with his slideshows and everything else like that. So, because yeah, yeah, it it definitely needs to be recorded for for posterity. Um, so yeah, it looks like it was a good presentation that I missed. So let's go through the history of arcade games, and I guess he was also uh, in Hot Coco. He did a Frogger. Yeah, that is what I talked about. Where I got one, I got one issue and missed the next one, so I got I typed half of it in. Ah, okay. I'm so mad. <laughs> okay, so for those who understand assembly or the, some of the processes, I guess this here is where he's explaining. Uh, how many machine language instruction cycles it takes to do things or something like that, right? Those so. to do the 3D calculations for the racetrack in Speed Racer. Oh, okay. Right. Wow. So it kind of broke that down, uh, showing off some of the contemporary games of, in the arcade, like Turbo and Pole Position, where Speed Racer definitely is kind of a Pole position Actually, that was well, his, his contesting my website, and actually, I have to fix that yet. But he's actually based it more on turbo, like the fact you have to pass so many cars and you have that little bar on the top. He said he was okay. based more on turbo than pole position. Oh, okay. But for, for visually, it, the, the comparison that you draw visually is more of a speed racer. I mean, more yeah, because the track pole moves around sideways, turbo looking, you're, you're yeah, okay. Well, that's yeah. interesting. It's, it's good to hear it firsthand, right? Yeah, so uh, that was his son wearing his shirt from Mitchtron. Yep. So that's that kind of cool. Back in the day. Yep. Yeah. So that's cool. That's a throwback. 
Um, there we go. Ron Klein on the Cocoa Pie. This is uh, the um, Thomas Errata. Cherry Homes Project, Errata Online. And is yeah. this running on Fuzix on the Cocoa Pie? I think it no, is. It's yeah. running on uh, Disk Basic, I think. Okay. He doesn't have so, a Fuzix version, but Brett did the. Brett, I, thought, I thought Brett did a Fuzix version. I thought that was the first one we had because I remember seeing that one. No, I think it's just Disk Basic, isn't it? Oh, is it just yeah, I believe it's just, just Basic. He took oh. uh, the original C64 code and compiled it. Okay. Very cool. There's uh, Farfall and Jason. And this was your uh, Pac-Man on the MC-10 with the aftermarket MC-10 next to it. Correct. Yeah. And more MC-10 footage. More MC-10 yep. footage than should be allowed by law. MC-10 coverage from all angles. Yes. Only Max, here. Max Jackson. Uh, yeah, that's when I first saw him. I hadn't seen him yeah. in a while. Yeah. That's Morgan. Uh, that's uh, Brendan Donahue's daughter. Uh, that's that little kaleidoscope uh, program that they made to go with that little hardware dongle doohickey. Now, she's made a game for the Coco VJ that's pretty cool, too. So I tried it out, and I looked at that. So I'm looking forward to seeing the progress on the game that she made. That's pretty cool. I think she's like 11, and she's been programming on the Coco for like two years now. That's pretty impressive, starting younger than, than I did. Um, this is a good view. You guys were saying it looked like it was packed. It looked like there were a lot of tables. I mean, there definitely was. So here's like from the opposite corner from where the live streaming cam was, you can kind of see the room pretty good here. A lot of tables. And when you had live. people when you had people on both sides, you were basically trying to squeeze through butt cheeks the whole time. It was just like yep. butt sandwiches trying to get up and down these aisles here because you had people looking on both sides of the table. So I mean it's a good problem to have when you when you're when you pack a room that much. Or the, the fire marshal might not agree. Yeah, I did not um, take that picture. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that's that's so there's Speed Racer running on that uh, emulator cabinet. That's pretty cool. And um, Bomb Squad. So John Strong's with his different 3D cases and other offerings. I got his joystick, which was pretty cool. This looks like uh, Neil's table again. And there's Rick Adams and Rick Adams, Rick Adams. Rick Adams, more Rick Adams. Thank you. Yes, you're too kind. And thank and you. And even more Rick Adams. And maximum then, amount of Rick Adams alive. Yes, by Jason Reichert. There's uh, Nick Morenti's game right there. There we go. Um, the switcheroo. Had, had the MC10 Space Invaders going, so I put Nick's uh, Space Invaders clone on the uh, Coco. Oh, yeah, a lot of pictures. Here's the Gimme X. So uh, the Gimme X was here in person. There's one of the pictures of the Gimme X. Wasn't a big sign. There weren't any babes there letting us know the Gimme X was there, but it was there. And there it is. Here's a slightly closer picture of the Gimme X. And then uh, there's the camera. There's Popstar Pilot. There's Max playing my Coco version of Cosmic Aliens. It was kind of nice seeing some people play on my games and just get some feedback from that. That was pretty cool. I bought this Tandy 1000 from somebody in, um, in Chicago. I think his name was Stu. And uh, he had an auction. He goes, I'm going to sell it, but it's local pickup only. I won the auction. I reached out to the Glenside Facebook group saying, hey, can anybody grab this cocoa for me? And it turned out to be um, Evan Wright grabbed it. I was hoping to get it at either Tandy Assembly and or VCF Midwest last year that I couldn't make it to. So Evan's been holding on to this thing for me for a year. So for this was the first time I saw it. So it was kind of nice to finally get cocoa. it. Tandy 1000. You, you had to fix the floppy drive. On you it. had to spend a half a day troubleshooting getting floppy issues fixed. David Ladd did not come to my rescue, so it took me much longer. <laughs> so, um, But I got it working. I got my game in there and got it running. So that That's was nice. a good-looking machine. It's a great-looking machine. And, uh, you know, for the price I paid for it, I can't complain. 
Um, you know, a lot of people hanging out here. Just a great event. There's Jim Brain's daughter. There is the ease Bell. of use um, showing up on two different screens here. The 6809 versus the 6309 versions. There was Boyce on text table. That's a sign I made for him. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Nice. And uh, computers and people and stuff and more people and more. There's Mikey. Hey, he likes it. It's Mikey. There's Ron's garage. There's David Ladd. David Ladd. All right. There's David. There, oh, there it is. Now, this there is the is. angle where you can see the USB hub in the uh, RetroPie uh, Cocoa thing that Chris Hawk had. So that looks good. There's Max Jackson. We got lots of pictures. That was some of the live streaming taking place. There's more of the Madman, Simon Jonasson. This was kind of cute, seeing that uh, typewriter with the Tandy badge ah. on it. It almost looks like a... I'm not saying it's a Cocoa Project, but it could that's, be, right? So it's, like, <laughs> oh, it's got Sorry. about as much processing power as an MC-10 on there. So it's. I, uh, <laughs> I went by and Eric had a piece of paper he was jamming in there trying to get it to work. <laughs> <laughs> There's John W. Linville was at Coco Fest. There it is again. There's the Zaxxon. There's the LaserDisc setup. That was cool. There's Farfall. There's Evan Wright, author of Flood It for the Color Computer and now Hunt the Wumpus and his adventure game converter. There's some of Simon's demo, which we will see here in a little bit. This is Knight's Lore, one of the newer cartridges for the Coco 3. Uh, this, that's the Tim Lindner reproduction boxes. Here's a variety of cables that Neil had. I think some of these cables were the Coco to Dragon Converter, so the four, five pin to six pin or whatever the numbers swap out was. I think that's what some of those. There's your Sega Joypad adapter. I've got one of those. Um, those were boxes you could fold up. Yeah, do it yourself. There's Simon again. There's some of Simon's. Uh, here's Ron Delvaux with the with Uranus going on there. So that <laughs> looks good. There's a Coco uh, Tandy yeah, phone right that's there. That's my so. phone that wouldn't yeah. change that for five hours. Okay, so lots of people. There's some of the auction. There's our auctioneer, Tony Pedraza, auctioning off lots of good cocoa wares. More of Simon's demo. There is Jason Downs and his wife. Uh, what was this guy's last name? It was And I didn't realize that was father and son. They look like they're brothers. I mean, this guy doesn't look like he's old enough to have a 20-something-year-old son. His last name, Tunison. Tunison was the last name. Yeah. Tunison. Okay. Yeah, because I remember we're calling them off on the auction many, many times. So one yeah. of them was, uh, so it's Tunison a, was yeah, the last name. Great shirt. Yeah, great shirt. I wish I could zoom in on that a little bit, but maybe we'll see some it's, more It's pictures. Jeff Tunison, I'm pretty sure. Jeff Tunison, and this one is Vincent Tunison. So Jeff and Vincent Tunison were there. There's Ron Klein. Have you got your latest Coco Crew yet? That almost sounds like this here. Hey, you got your Coco 3 yet? You got your Coco Crew yet? There we go. Here's some... This was some more auctioning. There's Brian Weasler. There's some food. There's some more food. That dinner was good. There's Myro in the back there with... Ron Klein and, and John Linville. This is Craig Stewart, Nick's neighbor. Good eye. Author of uh, Space Ambush. Space, uh, Space Marauder. Or Space Marauder, sorry. Yeah. Yes, Here, yes, yes. Great guy to talk to you guys. She, she would not stay in, out so I could take her picture. <laughs> yeah, there's George. There's This is some of our musical jam. Curtis Jammin. There's, uh, uh, that's Paul, Paul Thayer. And Tim Thayer was also playing the guitar and singing. Good times. Uh, Brian, the music man, live streaming, computers, keyboards, Greg. Let's get to some of the good stuff, though, because there's something good coming up here that we really got to get to. Um, this people after people, and you're starting to see a lot of the same faces, although <laughs> although you can't get enough of this one right oh, here. Yeah, David Ladd. Yeah, so that, uh, that's going to be my next wallpaper. So uh, when, I'm done, when I'm done looking at 
I'm done looking at Nick Marota all day. I'll have the David Lad <laughs> wallpaper up. Um, <laughs> that should be David's Doom profile picture. I don't I'm remember. Casually in the background. What's this guy's name again? He does a lot of auction oh. bidding too. He does artwork and stuff too. I don't remember his name. Yeah, he's into all kinds of retro too. Like it's yeah. not just Coco. He yeah. does everything. Uh, now the the guy in the back here, Tony. This is a relative of yours. The guy in the black T-shirt way back here. I don't know if Tony can see it that well. Uh, all the way in the top, almost center. Um, that's the guy I bought the Apple II from last year. I, th I thought he was related to you somehow. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Uh, that would be Dan Chin. Okay. Okay. Uh, Foster Sun. <laughs> yeah, Foster Sun, so to speak. Okay, Foster Sun. Okay. There you go. Uh, Coco SDC. I would really love to have one of those original cases. Those look really cool. Uh, Boomerang Boards from Richard I Lord have Vieski. one for you. You have a clear case? Yeah. I just need to find it. It's missing. Okay. Here's Mark Marlette doing many, 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 many upgrades and repairs all weekend long. Um, He's got the solder sucker there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Here's, here's my game. I finally got my game up and running on a floppy. I had to get it ingested into the computer. But we got it up and running. So this was like a 20 years in the making, being able to see this game on this machine again after all this time. So I was, I know I spent way too much time doing it, but I was so hell-bent to get it going that I'm glad I finally did. Um I pushed the space bar. Yeah, and I love this is the Sandy Tandy CM4 monitor. I mean, it looks pretty good for a for a CRT. You know, I can't complain too much. There's uh, Tim Thayer, Paul Thayer's brother, great singer, great guitar player, really talented guys. Um, uh, this was a, this is a beer that Simon was drinking. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> then he turned it over. Yeah. Yeah. Right. There's a, right. More cocos, more things. There's Tony. There's a Cocoa SDC. Here's more Cocoa stuff. But we're, we need to get some, to something good here because there were a couple of uh, things that happened this year that have not happened at all of the fests. One of them I don't think we have pictures of, but we could talk about. Um, Terry Steen, there is, um, that is um, Morgan, and this Brendan. is her game. This is her game on the Cocoa VGA. Very cool thing. Um, so Terry Steen, um, author of Balloon Fire and many other games for the color computer, he had an incident on his way in where apparently he hit a uh, love seat uh, on the way in and basically totaled his car on the way to Coco Fest and yet still managed to make it there. He just got his car taken somewhere and got a rental car and still continued the trek and got to the fest. So when you, you know, we need to talk about dedication, right? So you're driving in, all of a sudden you hit a large piece of furniture, you destroy your automobile, you know. And you uh, still go. A weaker person would have said, that's a sign for me just to turn around and go home. But a dedicated Coco Fest attendee says, there is nothing going to hold me back. And Terry Steen made it to the event. And he was there the whole time. Now, in the lobby, there are these things that are called elevators. And these elevators usually go up and down. And uh, we usually take the elevator down to get to uh, the basement where things are. So that's kind of what those elevators look like. Um and then along the way, we got all kinds Those of pictures. Those are our pictures when everybody was gone. There's not. Yeah, a yeah. So that's like that's the quiet after the storm, right? So this is what the this is what the room looks like when nobody's here. Oh, so yeah, I've got some of these that we'll show off too. Uh, these are the the Polaroids that Eric took and got lots of autographs for. Uh, this is some of Jim Brain's products here. So this is the Coco Proc. This is, has a. 6809 and a 6309 so if you nope, want to that's see. a different one this is the one that has dual three megahertz or sorry four megahertz 6309 so it's own ram and stuff and then you can actually plug it in as oh, co -processors oh with the main oh, cocoa he's got too many products i can't keep up with them. all <laughs> yeah, right so 
Dual 6309s. Yep. All right, that's insane. All right. Coco Duino. An Arduino interface for the Tandy Coco 1, 2, and 3 in Dragon. Okay. I think uh, Moisey had a hand with that. Okay. There's the extender. Like this is a close-up of the extender that would go inside a cartridge. And that would give you, basically, it's a pass-through that would give you a sound chip and a real-time clock. Because apparently we have to have both of those. Uh, he's got memory in here. He's got his keyboard. He's got all kinds of things. More retro innovations, products. He's just got products after products. Um, he's got the Coco Quad Link that has four serial ports on it. That's pretty cool. He's, he, he mentioned that a, a year or two ago. He talked about that, too. The Chameleon Cart. This has got a flexible, multifunctional cartridge system for Tandy Color Computer. It has a Yamaha stereo chip, 512 circuit. Uh, ROM and RAM and flash a real-time clock what more do you need in a cartridge I don't know it slices it dices it Julianne's there's Greg there's Jason a couple of guys there's some more guys this guy came last year I wish I could remember his name uh, Thomas yeah it was Thomas something he actually came and talked to me yeah. at the abuse booth yeah. for about Thomas an hour and Her Heron yeah so last year he was kind of new and he was asking a lot of questions. He had a notebook, even. He was just asking yeah, away. Yeah, notebook so he was, too. Yeah, so he's a sponge. And he's like, he, I guess he's into computer science because he was saying he wrote a, his own kind of little mini compiler to do things and stuff. So he's really interested in what we're doing on the Cocoa. And, uh, you mean too, he's a sponge like square pants? <laughs> a sponge like square pants. Now, <laughs> speaking of Diet Dr. Pepper, David Ladd was gifted many bottles of diet dr pepper he, he's guarding it very carefully so no one steals yes it. he is look he's smiling at that diet dr pepper makes david a happy guy right? asset tracking tags yes yes so there's that guy who's playing that game like that idiot in the book um more people just hanging out hanging out real-time clock jim brain david ladd ron delvo uh all kinds of people I want to get to the good stuff. Unfortunately, I don't. There's Craig Stewart, creator of Space Marauder and other games for the color computer. One, two, and three. Here's some of Ron Delvo's many pictures where he takes the high color pictures thing that Sockmaster made and he puts stuff on the Cocoa. There's Simon. There's Paul. There's Paul. It almost seems like I'm going. There's uh, Jason Downs and his wife. More pictures. There's me. There's me and there's Evan. There's me and there's who. There's a camera. Let's get to the uh, juice.gs. This is a publication for the Apple. So was this you referencing this to maybe get some ideas for the new rainbow? Yeah, Mark yes, I was. Was showing me. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's cocoa pie, cocoa pie. I wish I knew what order these pictures were in. William Tell Overture pictures of people we've already seen. Let's move on to the good stuff. John Linville. <laughs> right now, it looks like John, looks like John Mark's falling asleep here. All right. So, <laughs> me, me and Simon. Me yeah, okay. Here's some more of these. I got some close-up pictures of these Polaroids. They, they came yeah, out really good. With the, yeah. yeah, this was a cool project for the Apple, that alien downpour, right? So, yep, and um, also the Owid Zone. And I, uh, there's me touching the heron. And, and the sanitizer. Salvador Garcia and George and people. Now, this I don't remember his name, but he was, the tre he was one of the former treasurers. Tony mentioned this. He's like 98 years old. Tony, who yeah. was the guy who we sang happy birthday to? Yes. Do you remember? George Sneewise. George Sneewise or Sneewise? George Sneewise. Sneewise. Okay, so he, so he had, he had, they were celebrating his he was celebrating his 98th birthday, so that was kind of cool for him to be there. I didn't even see this, but everybody like writing all the names there. I'm I'm glad somebody got a picture of it. That's kind of cool. Uh, uh, more auctioning us at the auction. People who won some door prizes. 
Uh, some guys wearing some really nice shirts there. That's um, uh, Paul Scott, and Scott Went, Scott, Scott Went, and, and Paul Fiscarelli, Brendan, uh, Craig, guys, girls, ladies, wives, husbands, friends. They're all here. Um, this is all on Facebook, by the way, for those of you who uh, are not afraid of social media. It's out there. Gimme X, John Strong, um, people, Gary Becker, and uh, Brett, and Brendan. So we're just smiling. It's all smiles. It's all good times. It's all fun and games. This is all third day stuff. It's third day stuff. Die. It is all fun and games until sometimes tragedy strikes, and I'm waiting for that. I'm just trying to get here. Here we go. So, yes, it's all fun and games. So, so far, so far, we've had a great, great, great weekend. It's all smiles. It's hugs. It's feels. It's touchy-feely. It's kumbaya. This is actually at closing on Sunday. We're just starting to load the car. Closing on Sunday, and all of a sudden, we have... uh, Ah, we're still not there. Holy crap. Ah, look at that. <laughs> Look at that face. <laughs> that is not a happy face right there. What are you guys doing in there? We got uh, the fire trucks are coming out here. The bouncy castle. The bouncy castle in there. You're elevatoring yeah. wrong. Oh, Mikey. Mikey <laughs> has joined us. Yes. I only have a couple minutes. Mo, well, you, you're here just in time for the elevator segment. Yes. Well, <laughs> Good timing. Who's the only one that could climb out of there? It's even got the elevated music. That's really good. uh, Yeah, it's uh, all fun and games until somebody gets stuck in an elevator, right? So here's L. Curtis Boyle. Curtis is the only one that could climb out of there. Unassisted. Um, Excuse me. I got out too. Uh, He didn't need the ladder? Nope. Well, he did push off with a handrail, but yeah, he made it out unassisted also. All right. Yeah, uh, so yeah, so Ken's Reichen, is that Bruce on the vocals? Yeah, that is Bruce. That was a the Bruce Moore production that he threw together for us rather quickly, too. So good that job, well Bruce. Really well yeah. done. Uh, so yeah, so here we are. This is classic, just looking at these. And of course, you know, you got people in distress, so what does everybody do? Well, let's get out our phones and let's take pictures of our friends that's, that's right. stuck in a <laughs> hole, when right? When they first <laughs> open the door, there's a wall of flashes as all the camera yeah. phones are off capturing the- this moment. I mean, up until now, they said that PenFest 2000 was the most photographed and recorded event in Cocoa history. But I think the elevator incident now is probably going to have a lot I think more. The record has been broken. Just nothing else. <laughs> there are just so nothing many... else that, you know, back then you couldn't have that many rolls of film. <laughs> we have we have reached a point in technology where we can exceed PenFest 2000 uh... pictures. And that, we particular elevator, that particular elevator was controlled oh. by a Commodore 64. Yes, yes, there he is. It's David Ladd. And David Ladd is no longer. I like that there's a phone right next to it. Look at Grant holding up his. Grant's like looking at his watch. 
And Mark's like, I'm alive! I'm alive! <laughs> and Mikey's own wife is like videotaping him. He's like, hold still, Mikey, I gotta get this. <laughs> oh, that is too good. You should have seen it. Mikey was hiding in the corner where the buttons were. So therefore, most of the time, nobody could see Mikey. Oh, my God. And I really like the picture of David coming out of the elevator. You can see in shot that there's another phone taking a picture of David coming out of the elevator. That's oh, great. Oh, it's too much. It's too much. So, yeah, there were lots of good times to be had. Like, Everything is fun and games. It is all fun and games until... TV. Oh, man. <laughs> So there was so much. There's so much. I don't want to beat it to death, but we 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 cut. We there is so much that happened this weekend. Here's here's a couple more of fairly good pictures here. Let me find, see if I can. And Stevie, see. your screenshot of the uh, text from David Ladd while this incident was happening. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Well, because I guess what happened is both of you guys had sent me a text because Grant sent me a text and David sent me a text. But because you were in that Faraday cage of the, or maybe because I'm in the basement, I didn't get your text until. You know, either you guys got out or I got out of the basement. But later on, I'm seeing the text. Oh, by the way, they're stuck in an elevator, right? So help, we're stuck in an elevator. It's like, dude. Um, so, yeah, that was great. I'm trying to find the uh, thing. Uh, but let's uh, – let's. I'm sorry, you getting ready to say something, Mikey? Yeah, I only have a couple minutes. We're uh, waiting for San Jose. We're in New York, uh, JFK right now. Ah, New York. So that's the JFK ceiling behind you? Yeah. And all the people and whatnot. Excellent. Hello, Excellent. Well, hopefully Simon's still here. I don't know if Simon's still here. Brian, Simon, are you still with us? Simon yep. Jonason? Yep. All right. So many things happened at the Coco Fest. You've seen lots of pictures, lots of lots of good times. We had some good times. We had some some tragedy. You know, uh, we had uh, you know we had some trauma and some drama, but somehow we all survived. But w one of the other things, you know, besides seeing uh, Stephen Hirsch demonstrate uh, or talk about Speed Racer and some really cool historical stuff from the Coco, we got to meet Simon Jonason in person. And not only did we get to meet Simon Jonason in person. Yes. <laughs> and we have sound perky tipples i mean nipples i don't hear any sound though spring spring it starts with the third
We hear it. Sounds good here. Don't you just hate that on live demos? Uh, yeah, well. <laughs> the last part, of, Bill Gates. The last part of the demo was really, really, really hairy. Uh, we got that done like a half an hour before the demonstration. Sure. If you want to see, you you want to see the last part. Yeah. Well, you don't need to. I mean, I can show you the last part if you want to. I could just assemble it.
Too <clears throat> for people that don't realize the technica technical details. I mean, I, I Simon mean, is playing music, multi voice music simultaneously while loading off the original disc controllers that actually halt the CPU completely. So he's actually interleaving it while loading sectors. That's when the spinning dots come on and everything else is you know all going simultaneous. And that's an incredible feat to pull up. Pretty impressive. Yeah, definitely. So but yeah, I was I was like fighting until the last moment to get that done. And I know Alan Huffman had some questions when he was watching the demo. <laughs> Rob Inman says Stevie can't get past level one on the demo. <laughs> <laughs> um, it wasn't exa- It wasn't even finished, to be honest. It wasn't even finished because there was a lot more to go. So I just tried to. I just tried to do what I could in the time I had. You know. Yeah. Need hot keys and skip ahead. Quite impressive. So tell us about the Taurus. How does that work? Well, the Taurus itself, because uh, everyone's asking about that. Like, are you double buffering? Are you just flipping pages like bang, 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 bang? I'm actually not flipping any single page at all. Um, the Taurus is in itself like a rainbow. Yeah. So you've got half the Taurus, and 25 frames are pre calculated in a Pascal program. So when, when the loader stops, you've got the spinny thing, the Netflix thing. When that stops and the code is black, it's actually calculating the next 25 frames for the subsequent 90-degree rotation. And it's being plotted a word at a time in real time, and the top and bottom halves are mirrored, and there is no double buffering. Hmm. The only part of that demo that is double buffered is the rotor zooming chessboard. Oh, the rotating checkerboard thing that we saw in, earlier in the demo. That's the only part of the demo that is double buffered. 
And that's just a smooth that ripple effect you get, otherwise get if you're trying to draw it in real time without yep. time to pause the frames. Yeah. Yeah, so we uh, saw the spinning donut, the bouncing donut thing, the torus, which looks really cool. But then at the end, there's this kind of like rope weave thing that's rotating and everything. Yeah. And it looked really, really cool. And unfortunately, we couldn't get Ooh. to that piece right now. But that also was not being double double buffered, right? That's all being rendered real time, right? Rendered real time. What it's doing, if you if you imagine you have a, 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 a 256-byte sinus curve in memory, which is just basically going like that. Because a sinus curve will describe a circle, sine, cosine, and 90 degrees from each other. So it will describe a circle. But if you make it like 2 pi in 256 bytes, it will describe a complete rotation. And your loopback point will come back to the start. So what I'm doing there is actually saying, okay, for the first point of it, let's describe a set of top points for our plot set of top points for our plot and then what i do is say okay plot it column by column by column by column yeah and for the actual you see it rotating around itself that is palette manipulation okay so it's still doing kind of the rope, the wave sign, but then you're doing some stuff inside the wave to make it look like it's also spinning on itself while it's waving, huh? Yep. Yeah, it's neat though. That's really neat. A lot of demos are all smoke and mirrors at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah, but like Sockmaster's bouncing ball, which is using you know horizontal and vertical offsets and palette switching and changing palettes midstream on the screen. Exactly, and that's the way the donut bounces up and up and down because that's just um, using the offset registers. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I, I would like to have seen that last a little bit longer. It was by the time you start to absorb what's going on, it's already moved on to another thing. But that little donut thing was really cool looking. And you did. I mean, it's 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 nice how you got like the kind of dithered look of all your different shades of blue to make it look, you know, kind of three dimensional and stuff. It's a really yeah, cool, well, a really cool looking thing. I, I tell you, it was it was hard to work out the palette for that because it's a, a Pascal program on a high level that that actually calculates each single frame with a with a frontal light source. Mm. Um, and there's 25 frames to get a 90 degree rotation. So when the screen goes black, the cocoa actually calculates the other 25 frames. So in principle, uh, the 25 frames of half the torus, just like a rainbow, yeah, mm -hmm. is 14.4K. So when it's just half and, and rendered to the next 90 degree rotation because the calculation itself kind of does that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I calculate the other half where the cocoa itself flips the nibbles, okay. um, flips the nibbles on the bites and calculates. Well, those are the things we saw bouncing before the, those flipping nibbles that we saw bouncing up and down earlier in the demo. Mispronunciation. Okay. 
No, I'd, I'd, like, I'd like to flip those nibbles. Is that, is that, is that, is that her name? Mispronunciation. <laughs> it does sound like a beauty contest, doesn't it? Uh, Along with misunderstanding. Yeah, that would be I do have a technical uh, question for Simon, and that adds to getting how you manage to interleave a halting floppy controller to be simultaneously playing music and loading stuff and doing your little dots to you know show that it's still actually running. Yeah, because you did some special disk formatting and stuff, I believe, and, and special interleaves and stuff to get that to work. Well, the only part of that demo that uses a special interleave would be the initial load. And the initial load would be what Steve Bjork was talking about on Discord the other day, where it's like, okay, two revolutions per truck. Um, so basically, the subsequent loading is is um, normal interleave. I mean, you can just do a backup on that disk, um, and it'll work fine. It's just doing the normal interleave, but between every sector it's waiting uh, x amount of vertical sinks um it's not loading fast you know i had to experiment with okay how do you make uh, how do you make uh, 7.8 kilohertz music play at the same time as you're loading stuff and yes i did get loading errors as steve bjork speculated um, which is why I increased the the latency on it, you know. Um, but I found a sweet spot. Yeah. So just out of just out of curiosity, why do you think it's like freezing for me now on these two tries, and it didn't freeze earlier this morning on my cocoa? I. Uh, tell you what, I, I I don't want to be speculative. Yeah, so. well, here's here's, and I I don't know honestly, I don't know if this happened, but we did test it and it did play all the way through. But I do have uh, two megs of memory in here, and maybe you haven't tested it with two megs before, and it, I don't know. It, do you think that's possible? Oh, but we have. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you have. Ron has. Ron has tested it with two megs. Oh yeah. yeah. What okay. board did you use? What board did you use, Ron? Boomerang. And what board have you got, Stephen? Yeah, I got a, I got a boomerang too. Yeah, but but me and Ron had issues testing it before. I mean, you're both running sixty three oh nine or sixty eight oh nine. I'm running Same a sixty three oh nine too. Yeah, yep. yeah. Well, it's de it's actually designed to work on a box standard one twenty eight k sixty eight oh nine, which it also worked on. I tested it on yeah. that. I yeah, so Ron was helping you test it on a variety of hardware. So we don't know why. It could just be my cocoa. Yes, I had it working. It worked fine here on my yeah. Coco Three. What I'll do is later on, I'll, I'll later on I'll get online and do a firmware update to my Coco. It, is, it probably doesn't have the latest you, updates. Why don't you play it on <laughs> version two? It plays perfectly on that too. Yeah, and you can screen share it. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, I, I I don't know. What do you think, Simon? You you wanna you want me to run it on VCC? Yeah, it'll work. Yeah, run it on VCC, and I tell you what, do a full screen because then you can see. Just press F11 on VCC, then you can see um, how it's loading different sectors from the track. All right, it's going to take me a few minutes to do that because I don't, I don't even honestly, I don't even know where I have VCC on my computer right now. So we might need to table that. We, we, we might. If somebody else has one that they could screen share, 
Uh, I mean, right now, because I'm trying to run the show and I've got everything on my screens, it's going to be a, it's going to be a little bit of a challenge for me to to do this. So if somebody else could get VCC I, I up and running, I might be yeah. Able to. yeah. I don't want to just try to screw up the live stream while we're doing it. Um, all right. Well, well, we'll hopefully see a little bit more of the demo. But yeah, we're today is all about talking about Coco Fest, all the good times that we had at Coco Fest. We saw the demo. Hopefully, we'll see some more demo. We did try to get a couple of pictures of us standing outside by the sign. Um, that we did have our Sunday night dinner at Fud Ruckers, so a lot of us made it to dinner. There's Paul Thayer. This is uh, uh, William Astle, and there's Simon Jonasson again. That there is a classic. When the demo crashed. So. Yeah, there's this classic <laughs> madman look. All right, that's a nice-looking mushroom burger, eh? A lot of people here sitting down eating some food. Food is being had by all good times were had by all. There's somebody's hair. That's a great shot. Eric Canales. More people eating. There's me and Rob Inman. And it's like, I don't know where the hell Rob Inman was most. This is the, here's the, here's the screwed up thing about Coco Fest. We're all there. We're not that far away, but it's still hard to see people sometimes, it seems like, you know, so. At least I did get a picture of Rob Inman, one of the few times. Too much I saw stuff him. going on. Yeah. Too much simultaneously. There's Rob behind me and Max Jackson, and there's me and Terry Steen, creator of Balloon Fire, killer of couches. It's Terry Steen himself. There, uh, Matt Witt was at my first Cocoa Fest, which was the 25th annual. So Matt Witt made a There's Matt, myself, and Boise Pete in the middle there. Boise popped in there. Simon. We were saying goodbye to Simon because he had to go. Uh, everybody's saying goodbye bye to Simon. There's us. There's me giving Curtis a hug. Isn't that cute? I should make that my wallpaper, huh? Me Aww. and Curtis. Me and Curtis <laughs> hugging. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, well, there we go. Once again. That one just said randomly in there. Yeah, some of these pictures, there's Brian Weasler and myself. Some of the pictures came through. Ladies and gentlemen, it's, it's Terry Steen, maker of the world-famous game Balloon Fire. Say hi, Terry. Now available on console. <laughs> How old were you when you came up with that? Like 17, it's like 18, still in high school? Or? Uh, I think I was just finishing high school. Yeah. And then you contacted T&D out of, in Michigan? Ladies there we go. Here's the here's the text message. Help! We're stuck in the elevator. <laughs> David Lab texting me. Ah, oh, there's Morgan, speaker. There's some of the booth babes right there. Neil Blanchard brought the booth babes. There's Neil and the booth babes. Neil is a gangster. All right, so here's some new stuff. I mentioned I had some hardware to show off. I wasn't going to try to show it, hold up everything to the camera. But here's some pictures I took this morning with my phone that I uploaded to the photo gallery. This was something I got in an auction. It was a Y cable with a J&M controller and a um, speech systems stereo pack. So apparently, Curtis, help the audience at home know what we're looking at here. 
this, this is basically the equivalent of an Orchestra 90, but a year before the Orchestra 90 came out. So Speech Systems, who made the composer, then Musica and Lyra, they're very much into music, obviously, with Rich mm-hmm. Perry. And um, this was their stereo so pack that was supported by Music. Please be- the no, white zone is for loading and unloading of passengers only. Yeah. <laughs> Live from JFK. Have a good... Have a good cocoa talk, guys. See you. See you later. All right, Mikey. Thanks for joining us, and we're glad we got to see you last week. Glad you got out of the elevator. Um. I have the um, emulator up. Okay, all right. We'll pull it up in a second here. So let me. I'll just finish going through the pictures because then we're done with the photo gallery. So this I got in. I got in the auction. So it was actually three things. So it was a Y cable. It was. uh, I'll stop sharing my uh, sound, so you'll be ready to share here in a second, Ron. Um, so it was a Y cable. It was uh, this stereo cartridge and then a JM controller. And so this is some pictures of the inside. It's got two RCA outs for the stereo out. Um, this is the Coco I got. And we were looking at this last night. So it's a Rev D board. So there's the board that it has. But this I bought this Coco because it had the HJL keyboard, which I wanted. And I was originally thinking I was going to take the keyboard out and stick it in my computer that I just had Coco VGA upgraded. But the keyboard's in there so well, it doesn't look like it's going to come out easily. And I don't want to screw up this computer because this is a really nice computer. So here's kind of another look. There's the HJL keyboard. looks really nice. And um, a composite mod too, I think. Composite mod on here too. Um, here's kind of the RF can. So I, I'll, I'll pull that out of the way in just a second. But so this is the D-Board Coco. Um, looking at it kind of from above here. And uh, why do these pictures come out so damn small now? These are the ones from my phone that are coming out small. Uh, so there's the composite mod. There's your RF. So I was, I've shown you guys these pictures because I've never seen a composite mod that had like a little alligator clip on here tapping into one of the leads to the RF can. But I, I don't like that. Oh, do That's you? the same yep. one I have. Okay. I had just never seen that before. Yeah, so it, it, you, You've got three outputs. You've got the, uh, uh, I, I believe the alligator clip was for sound. Okay. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It's been a long time. Yeah, uh, and did two other cables. One is monochrome composite, and the other is color composite. Mm-hmm. It could also be. I don't remember, um, I don't remember who did it? There the is schematic a schematic somewhere. There is also a. I mean, with my um, composite mod that I did uh, earlier this year, um, it takes just a, a full composite signal. So there's one video signal, there's one audio signal, and then there's a plus 12 volt rail power it. Um, so the three connections on mine are, are power, video, and audio. Pin three on the RF converter is audio. Okay. Well, as again, I, I don't see, I don't look inside computers too often to be, on with, to be honest with you either. So um, that it was just kind of cool to see that. Now I'm trying to find where I can get back to showing off my left screen again. Right screen, left screen. All right, so this is the memory. And this, I also thought was kind of interesting, kind of these jumper wires um, going from some of the memory chips. So there's like these kind of, you know, wire wrap looking things here for the memory upgrade. But this is an official Tandy memory upgrade. But also the ROM chips, there's a standard basic and extended basic. And there's ceramic ROM chips, which I thought was kind of cool. Um Here's a closer-up picture of the ROM chips, right? So here's the here's the Motorola 6809. Hang on. But there's the ROM chips. We're looking at the Taurus data. 
Uh, well, nobody else is because it's not on the stream. Oh, I see it. Yeah, I know you see it. Okay. okay. All right. So, um, yeah, so here's kind of a bird's eye view of the inside of that motherboard on this Coco, which, again, I'm not used to looking at too many Coco ones, and especially if any type of upgrades or mods. And that wire going. strap going across the RAM was to get the 32 and 64K to work on a D board. Okay. Yeah, so I just thought that was kind of interesting, so I snapped some pictures of that. Here is uh, one of these chips that's feeding into the composite mod. I don't know if that's an existing chip that they just tapped into or if they that's added that chip. That's the uh, one that the 6847 feeds that turns it in uh, from the, the uh, oh, I can't remember the name of the signals, but the YP. So, YUV signals, yeah. It's okay. A, yeah. It's a one, and it one turns it into the actual. Yeah. Um, yeah. Composite or RF. So you got F keys. Yeah. So here's a close-up of the HJL keyboard, which is a nice keyboard, but it's got like this this metal brackets, and so they had like these little. There's the posts, but then there's like these little metal kind of grommet things yeah. going over the posts, holding it down. And I did, and I just didn't feel comfortable trying to take those off. And I figured this is such a nice keyboard, and it's so rare to find this that anything I do will probably screw it up because I'm not a hardware guy. So you can I, screw those off. Yeah, I know. I just didn't feel comfortable doing it. I, I felt like this keyboard had a better chance of survival if I did not try to work on it. So, um. and that, uh, that the unique thing about that keyboard is the F2 key has a lock. Yeah, yeah, you can lock down the F2 key, but it's a great feeling keyboard, and they're all mechanical yes. switches. So, um, you know, not, and look how clean that keyboard is. I mean, it looks. This is from the original owner that we bought it from in the auction. So it looks really good. And then this is the serial number. So it's the serial number 2734 with 26-3017 32K RAM upgrade, that, which might actually be a 64K upgrade. I haven't tested it yet. Haven't done the Sailor Man test, but we'll get there. <laughs> um, and breaking seal will void warranty, but, of course, the seal was broken. So uh, here's the best of Myro, which I showed you guys. Here's the inside of the best of Myro. There's my Hunt the Wumpus cartridge, which I got Evan Wright to autograph for me. Uh, there's the far fall cartridge. There's the Knight's lore cartridge. Everything's looking good. So we've come full circle. Uh, we are now back to the main screen and I believe somebody's going to share something with us so we can see the demo that was not working on my Coco. Yeah, but I don't have very good internet, so we'll see, huh? We will see. Now let's share. This one. Or this. Here. Are you seeing it? Now we do. Yep. Load them main. Yep. Okay. So and you, you have to share your system sound. Go to advanced and share system sound. Advanced. Sharing advanced. Oh, it's a share system sound. Uh, um. We can actually see the it's individual. It's under Zoom. It's under Zoom when you do it in Zoom. Under Zoom uh, share. I don't see it. Maybe it's in more. I don't know. Uh, I hear a cat purring in the microphone. Yeah, so do I. So if I... Are you hearing me? I hear you, yes. But when, okay. you, sh when you go to screen share in Zoom, there's an advanced sharing option. Or, or when you go to share something, you can tell it to also share sound. Well, or share I don't audio. see anything. It says, right. it says mute, stop video, participants, new share, 
pause share. Okay, well, go ahead and try it. Go ahead and try it, and let's see what happens. All right. We may or may not hear it. If we can't hear it, that's okay. Although the music is really nice. There's that Desiree. Yeah. Yeah. that oscilloscope Donut disaster. It's still going. VCC does what the cocoa don't. There it is. Three D on the hardware, the the rope itself. Yeah, well, you get the idea here. It looks really good. Mm-hmm. And the fact the music is playing the whole time, you know. That's cool. Thank you, thank you, Ron Delvo. I'm surprised. It thank worked. you. Yes, you're too kind. And thank you. 
man. Cool. That's the Madman's demo. The world to see. Got so Simon, are you planning on releasing the full demo with the credits and stuff that you didn't have time to jam in there at some point? Or Yes. Yes, I am. And it's probably going to be at some Euro party. Oh, cool. So I know you yeah, mentioned there was a whole closing credits thing that uh, you didn't have time to, to put in. Yeah, so. there, are about, there are about three or four parts left that were not displayed at Coco Fest. And you still have room on a floppy for it, huh? I've still got half a floppy disk left. Load it up. Am I flipped? That's are pretty you... impressive in itself, fitting all of that on a floppy as well. Yeah, yeah. And running in a stock That's 128K Coco. Yeah. No SID chips, no nothing fancy like that. Yeah, well, uh, who needs a SID chip? <laughs> <laughs> obviously, we don't. <laughs> or obviously, you don't. <laughs> I like one. I like one. <laughs> no, it's impressive, Simon. Yeah, thank you, mate. But it wasn't it wasn't a, a singular effort. It was a team effort, you know, because there are other guys behind this. You know, I've got an audio guy. I've got different graphics guys. I'm just the code guy. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to the full demo with with uh, all the parts you know that you didn't have time to complete. Too. Is there any any possibility that the ladies? Uh, Camera can go even lower too. So, episode version. <laughs> my 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 inner fourteen year old is really intrigued by seeing you know dithered uh, boobies. Oh, that'll turn it. That'll turn us all on. Yeah. So that sounds <laughs> like a after dark episode titled Dither yeah. Boobies. Dither <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry. I'll take care of that. Oh, man. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Creepy David Ladd. Creepy David Ladd at your cervix. Um, yeah. Good times. Good times were had by all. It's all fun and games until somebody gets stuck in an elevator, but we still manage between hitting sofas and, and you know, almost falling into the pits of Hades. We survived and we had a great weekend. And, and if I had to do it all over again, I would do it all over again. And, um, yeah, it's been fun. This has been my fourth one in a row, and, and they keep getting better. Uh, get, they get more social. They get more uh, exciting. You know, new products coming out every year. Next year is the 40th. Yeah, not the fortieth Cocoa Fest, but not the fortieth of the Cocoa itself. And the fortieth yeah. anniversary of the TRS eighty color computer. Yeah, so yeah. hopefully that'll motivate uh, some more people to come out. And uh, you know, it's uh, it's not it's not always easy, but we have people literally coming from around the world. You know, William Astle drives down what thirty two hours is his drive or something. It's that's about, about twenty six twenty. Yeah, about 26, 27. Yeah, so it's an insane amount of time. Metric. Yeah, 32 metric. Okay. Yeah, Curtis is driving 20 some odd hours. <laughs> um, you know, so there are people flying from all around the country, all around the world. It's, it, yeah, it's we had nice. Australia, so, we had, yeah. Uh, Craig Stewart was there. Uh, Greg Zumwalt showed up. That was unexpected. Stephen Hirsch was there from Speed Racer. Uh, all of our current hardware and software makers, most of them were all there. Um, I also want to give a big shout out thank you to uh, Stevie and, and Grant and David and 
Jim Brain and others for helping fund me get through this year because I hit some problems with work, as some of you are aware. So I wasn't going to make it because I just didn't have the money for it. But uh, thanks to you guys chipping in, I did make it. So uh, thank you. Yeah. yeah no, well, I thank you. I'd like to thank anybody and everybody that chipped in for the GoFundMe. Yeah, because that was amazing. That was, for me, that was like, okay, what the hell just happened? Yeah, <laughs> that was amazing. We want you to show up. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the, this then this is again, you know, I know it sounds kind of cliche and the word is thrown around a lot, but when you hear the word community and family, they can be sometimes over trivialized, but you know, I mean, I was in a similar situation last year. I had some financial um challenges and I didn't think I was going to be able to make it and I was able to be helped by a few members of the community and I was glad that this year I was able to pay it forward, so I was able to help out a few people myself and and that's all that's all you can hope to do you know we're all friends here we're trying to do what we can um it's you know it's not everybody can't do it but the one thing i would say is you, you now we have a year you have a year to plan you have a year to save right and uh you know and other than i understand if you're like retired or something else and not and i didn't say you know the other r word but if you're on a fixed income uh, that's 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 something but, you know, if you've got like a regular job, even if you don't have a lot of money, you, you try to find a way. Save some money. Mow some lawns. Do like what we did back in the day when we were kids. You know, get a paper route, you know, return some bottles, mow some lawns, do something. You got a year and and figure it out. Try and get there. We'll charge for Kit Kats. I mean, oops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine that? What are you doing? I'm taking out a paper route and I'm mowing some lawns so I can go to Cocoa Fest next year. You got you can think of how many lawns you can mow in the next year, right? So <laughs> you have to move the festival for that to work. Here, yeah, right. So, uh, fine. You know, if you can, and and the good news is, like what like a lot what a lot of us have done, we have shared rooms and shared expenses and carpooling if necessary. Uh, find a way, but plan it. You got a year, figure it out. Let's 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 blow the roof off that place next year, right? So, well, I'm Stevie. definitely gonna I'm definitely gonna do it again. Yeah. Yes, David Ladd. Oh, I was going to say, it's uh, um, like with with my car, um, I think I only had to fill up twice. Well, no, actually, when I finally got home, I had to fill up. So that's three times, I think, total for the gas to just get to Chicago and home was roughly $65, hmm. no, for the full round trip. So... And that was for eight and a half hours out and eight and a half hours back. So carpooling definitely would make make a difference if people share share a ride because then you can cut that gas down, you know, one yeah. person. Yeah, to, and I did that on the, on the first Tandy Assembly. Michael Brandt and I, we carpooled. I rented a car, so we shared the rental costs. We shared the fuel costs. We shared the room costs. And so between the two of us, it became very affordable to drive there from Florida. Well, it depends um, on how big the person is in the car, because if you're a heavy guy, you're going to take down the miles per gallon. Or an elevator. Oh, so you know, <laughs> so you know on that, huh, Grant? Uh, or, you, or, you, uh, or you bring your brother. Yes, yeah, bring your brother to Cocoa Fest, right? So. That's, a, that's, a, that's a new initiative there. That uh, This was the second year of Bring Your Brother to Cocoa Fest, and uh, glad to see the, the uh, Thayer brothers... Uh, carried that torch this year and yeah, yeah. Uh, whatnot but yeah I'm very, i feel very fortunate that it's only an eight hour drive plus plus my brother lives about halfway in between here and there so that that works out well too if i want to break up the drive or uh, carpool 
Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, great job, Tony Pedraza and Glenside and everybody else who uh, coordinated that and, and made it happen. Another great fest. This is my fourth one in a row. I can't say what my favorite one is. It's hard to say what the best one is, but they continue to be um, rewarding adventures and experiences and good times to be had by all. And so, Well worth the trip. Yeah, well worth the trip, and hopefully we'll see all of you next year and maybe even sooner at other events like some of our VCFs, our vintage different places around the country and Tandy Assemblies and a few other retro events uh, in between. Rob Inman's been out there in the chat. Uh, There's been so many people in chat that I have not been able to stay on top of them. Has anybody been saying hi to people in the chat and stuff? There's been so many. Always. Mark Overholzer has been. Yeah, oh, there okay. was uh, speculation as who's to who Anonymous was. Ah, I don't know. Now Anonymous has become this. What does that even say? I don't even know what that looks like. A Power Ranger or something down there. I don't know what that is. The Stig. I, it the looks stig. like oh, from uh, Top Gear. Yeah, the uh, Top Gear. Stig. The okay. Anonymous the unknown. Uh, yeah, unknown professional race car driver. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So in the live chat, we've had Curtis Boyle, we've had Mark Oberholzer, and Rob Inman, and Retro Innovations, and Eddie Serbinski, and Paul Fiscarelli, and Dave Phillipson, and uh, Nick Moroda, Mark Oberholzer, Tim Franklin, Fred Dufus, or Dufas, or I don't even know how to pronounce the name. Dufas. Dufas, Dufas. Tim Franklin, Rick Adams, Paul Fiscarelli, Tim Franklin, Nick Moroda. Do we have a sound bite for that? Okay. Um, <laughs> Rob Inman, and uh, we also have Ken Reichert, best known as the brother of Jason Reichert, has been out there. Rick Adams, and Ken, and Mark, and Rob, and all kinds of people. Tim Franklin, Ken, uh, who else? James Jones was out there. Hey, James Jones, and Fred, and Eddie, and Retro Innovations, and Rob Inman, and Davey Mitchell said hi, everyone out there. Uh, hi, Davey Mitchell in the UK. Mark Overholzer, Nick Marota, Rob Inman. Richard Lorbieski was out there. He was also on the panel earlier today. Uh, Ken Reichert, Rob Inman, lots of people, lots of people. Sean Wheatley was out there. Hey, Sean, thanks for stopping by. Eddie Servinsky, Ken Reichert. Al Hartman from Jersey's out there. Coco Man is out there. Retro Innovations. Who else? Give them shout outs to everybody. I didn't see any booth babes in the live chat. Hmm. Um, oh, Did we have Nick Marota? Nick Marota might have been in the live chat. Mikey was in the live chat. He likes it. He likes it. Al Hartman and Retro Innovations. Russell Flowers. Hey, Russell, how are you? And Coco Man and Robert Sieg is out there. And Fred. Fred, do me a favor. Pronounce your name for us. Spell out how to pronounce your name. Is it Dufas or Dufois? I don't know how to say your name. I don't want to misrepresent you. Duffus, I don't know. Robert Sieg, who uh, this guy takes MC10s a little too far. He adds Coco VGAs. He adds turbochargers to him. He's got hydraulic lifts. Dufas. Du. Dufas. Dufas me. (laughs) It sounds like (laughs) I'm thinking of a different song. All right. So, um, Ramstein. And uh, so a lot of people out there in the live chat, thank you guys. And, and as you guys know, this show has been inspired between 
the Coco Crew podcast, which got me inspired to go to Coco Fest and has been inspired by Coco Fest. We're now on 107 episodes and two years later. So that inspiration and that motivation keeps moving forward, keeps paying it forward. The good times are happening. The good times are rolling. The families are growing. The community's bonding and getting stronger. And it's all happy, happy, joy, joy until somebody gets stuck in an elevator. Gotta get home from the Coco Ah. <laughs> You're here. <hearing it. laughs> Sounds awesome. I, I, I love it. I love it when there's the music and only Stevie can hear. <laughs> the music in my head, man. It looks like he's having a seizure. So. <laughs> I am Fred Dufas, prepared to die. <laughs> now we just need Nick Marota to play that on the uke. Yes. Stuck with the ukulele. If, if we do end up moving venues, I, I, I would rather get stuck in an escalator this time around because it's a little ah. bit easier. <laughs> oh, don't worry. If, if the new venue happens to be where VCF Midwest used to be. There is no elevator. The, <laughs> yeah, the, it's it's and you can walk from the hotel portion to the the venue <coughs> without going outside. So those that don't like going outside and getting wet, no problem. And there's a bar. Ah, you had me oh, at bar. Great. Curtis is going to be <laughs> drunk again. Yeah. Drunk in an elevator. <laughs> Now, Heron Point does have an Amish escalator. An Amish escalator. You have to climb it yourself, huh? Yeah. Totally manual. Yes. Yeah, but it's built in one day. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I think we had a good show, and I think we should keep it as short and as sweet as possible. The only thing I wanted to do today was to just really celebrate and commemorate um, the great weekend we had last weekend, we had a really good time. Everybody who was there, even the ones who got stuck in an elevator still had a good time. The ones that hit couches had a good time. Everybody had a good time. A uh, good well, times Steve, were had. You're, yes, still on the, you're still on the will. I'm still in the will. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Ron. But like I told you, I, I would rather have you with us than, and then get an inheritance because there, you can't be replaced, Ron. You're one of a kind. So and 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 get, Ron, if you guys have not read, met Ron Delvo in person, that in itself should be reason to come out to Coco Fest because he's a he's a <laughs> hoot, he's a hoot. So um, especially if you can go have lunch with him, Ron is oh, a yeah. hoot. And the Sunday auction was Stand just. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember half the crap he said, but I couldn't stop laughing the whole time. It just everything that came out of his mouth was comedy gold. I remember one of those. We sat behind John in the front row. And it's like, hey, I can't see. Do you mind moving back? Yeah, can you go to the back of the room? I can't see. He goes, I can't. What? <laughs> no, I'm not moving. I go, thanks. I've got to stare at your face, even though I'm seeing the back of you. <laughs> He had a picture of himself on his back. And Ron's building nineteen dollars on everything, no matter what it is. Nineteen dollars—that was his new nickname. So it was. Uh, we've got to have footage of that somewhere. 
Uh, I think I've got a whole bunch of stuff on my camera. I'm gonna have to download and, and uh, post later on. Uh, I was so tired. I, I I caught a couple of snoozes in between, just yeah. like you're yawning. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. It wasn't until just about last night when I finished, kind of sort of putting everything away. I still had two CRTs in the back of my car since Tuesday, that have been sitting there because I haven't had time or the energy to find a place to put them. So <laughs> well, they're gonna be retro running automatically. Yeah. Oh, speaking of CRTs, that's one of the things I forgot I got in the auction. And I I only bought it because I brought a TV with me. And it was like this Samsung TV, VGA, all-in-one computer monitor TV thing. But the Coco VGA signal would not show up on my Samsung TV VGA input. So I was kind of bummed out. I wanted to see it. I wanted to play with it. It didn't work. And the Saturday auction, there was a Dell VGA monitor. 17 or 15 inch flat screen really nice glass uh tube crt and i got it for literally one dollar in the auction and at the time the only reason why i bought it as i figured i'm just going to use it to show off my coco vga and then when i'm done i'll stick it on the free table let somebody get it i, I need this like a hole in the head but I, the more i looked at it the more i looked at this coco vga on That's the crt <laughs> i'm like my god this looks so good i mean it's, it's almost like you smoke some of that good stuff you're like oh my god it looks so good man and so just you're looking at the crt and the coco vga with all of its artifacts um it's uh it was just really amazing to see it on that sharp screen so i kept it so I've got a big ass Dell freaking CRT that I will never use ever again. But it's like it was a dollar, and it's like why throw it away? I'll you know, if I do another like Florida Retro Club meeting, I can bring it with me and hook it up to that so people can see it. You know, but yeah, but it yeah. is heavy, isn't it? Oh, it's a yeah, it's a freaking brick. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I got a lot of cool stuff in the auction. Um, a few things I got uh, via proxy because we. It, we the power of the internet we had some people watching us live saying hey bid on this or bid on that so we got a few things for friends like nick morenti's wanted that y cable for god knows why but he wanted the y cable so i got the y cable for him and a couple other things came with it so, um, so it, it looks- why, why did he want the y cable yeah exactly well that was some of the stuff i was hanging out on with those guys on zoom and just went around to the auction table and they're like yeah hey what's this hey what's that i want this i want that and then the auction started, and I just got my five-dollar little tripod for my cell phone, and sat it on that uh, table over there, and plugged plugged in the charger, and just let it go. And uh, seemed like that worked out well. And uh, I also forgot something. I speaking of the auction, well, I picked up a disc controller, but that was for a broken disc controller, but that was for someone else. But uh, uh, Eric Canales had picked up a uh, CM8 with a door, and then uh, uh, later he sold the uh, CM8 without the door. I picked that up before I left. So <laughs> now I have two CM8s for uh, for testing and demoing purposes. Mm. That have doors or have not? No doors. No. Uh, no, Eric, I think he said he bought it for 50 and sold it to me for 30 So he, he has a $20 door for a CM8 now. <laughs> I got the Y cable so everyone can ask me why. Why? 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 Nick? Why? <laughs> why? So I've got it all packed. Why. I've got it all packed up, but it's got to weigh it and get the label. So no Steve, worries. in three years, you'll you'll have acquired a whole bunch more stuff. Is your room adequate? I'm actually trying to dance. So we spent we spent most of the day today gutting my garage. So we're going to be getting more shelves, and I'm going to be offloading a lot of things from here into the garage, just putting everything in clear tote bins, so I can see where it all is and have it all organized. But I just don't want it all on here because all it's doing is taking up space. And yep. most of the stuff in here I just don't use. 
Well, see now, see now, Ron's got the garage thing, so I think you're going to have to come up with something else. Mm, well, I'll call it the man cave. We there you go. Have, we each have to have space. Yeah, Stevie, gotta have our space. Stevie's man cage. Stevie's man cage. Man cage. <laughs> man cage. Man cave. Yeah, man whatever. Cave. That's, not, that's something else. Too, oh, it's not too much stuff if you can still get the car in it. Yeah. <laughs> so let me ask you guys this because i'm kind of out of things to talk about i didn't want to get into new we got a lot of news but i'm going to save that for another time you guys want to see a coco vga demo of what it looks like because i have that and i can show it to you guys if you want to see it yeah sure yes yeah, yeah. um i i we were we were looking at this the other night and and i really like it so i want to make sure this coco is turned off is the one written by uh it, it's written by brendan it's not the one his yeah. daughter made no. Although I'd, I'd like to see that one. This shows all the fonts and stuff. Uh, I have that one too, but um, yeah, I think that one will do that. So let me just see. So this one needs to be on either position three or position four. I don't remember. I got this whole HDMI switcher. There's we no have somebody. Sound. The, um, I don't think the demos have sound. No. So you can play elevator music in the background. Yeah, <laughs> or we can fake it. Okay, Bruce, we need a, we need a, we need a, we need a Muzak version of uh, stuck in an elevator. Yeah. How about uh, the girl from Ephraimer in the background? Oh God! <laughs> okay, I think this one's called With the ukulele solo. Yeah, let me let me switch down. Device is not available. We don't know. Do we? We don't know. Is it maybe just not emotionally available? <laughs> the old vice isn't working. Needs a new vice. Device not working. Here's a different one. So it's a big downer, man. Stevie, you keep letting us down. We're depressed. Oh, there's a new one. I so, changed it, nothing. Yeah. Oh, God. So, anyways, it's uh, Windows 10. It changes. Yeah, up it's it's weird now. It's like there there there's getting to be now conflicts with my XSplit software in Zoom, where they don't want to share things as well as they used to. And I don't know which one updated that broke the other one, but they're just not. Uh, oh, Rob Amon says, device not available, like most products from Retro Innovations. <laughs> oh, that is just oh. terrible. Terrible. We need a, we need a now, who do we have on here that is named Brock now? Is this the same person that's been calling themselves Anonymous and the Stig and everything else? Is somebody just playing games here right now? I think someone is Are playing Are we being games. trolled? Well, I know that was the anonymous guy earlier. Yeah. Yeah, we actually did get trolled before. Somebody came on with some really weird name and tried to say some inappropriate things, but I was able to mute them rather quickly. Is there any way, can, there any way you can do an IP check or something? On, uh, on I don't know. I mean, right now, right now I have Zoom just kind of open. The only other option is to have people, you know, blocked by, you know, muted and closed by default until we turn them on, but that's just a lot more work, so. It might be uh, John Linville as Brock. Is there um, 
is there a gameplay video of the Knights lore game? There will be, because I can. I, I've done one video on it before when he was still porting it, but now there's the cartridge version. So I will do an updated video of the cartridge version. But we'll at least get to see part of level one. Yes, yes. So there's a few is things I've got to work out. Not Knights, plural. What's that, James? Isn't it just night lore, not plural? Oh, night lore, not plural. Could it be night lore. Yeah, could be. And I think it's from are these the, the uh, games. Are those the games that uh, Neil was selling? Yes. Yes. Cool. Yeah, that and Hunt the Wumpus. So there's there's mm -hmm. two new games to actually demo. Yeah, with. a lot of Cocoa Cartridge games this year. And that one was kind of under wraps the whole time. Was that night lore? Uh, so it must have been like a Cocoa Fest reveal that that game yeah. is out there now. Um, yeah, that's one of the most popular games on the Spectrum. Yeah, yeah. And it is a port. Now, from what Neil said, this particular version will actually take advantage of the um, of their Sega Joypad adapter. So if you've got the Sega Joypad adapter and you've got a Sega controller that's got more than two buttons on there, it will take advantage of extra buttons. So technically oh, really? this is yeah. So this is the first commercial game, not only on a cartridge, but to take advantage of that hardware product. So that's kind of cool. Did uh, not realize that. Uh, I did not know that. Yes. Weird, wacky, wild school. Yes, I did not know that. Now I can't find my freaking outro. Here's my main outro. Found it. All right. So we had more to show, but we're going on almost three hours. And again, I wanted to keep this all. Um, Cocoa Fest related. I think we've done a good job there. We should probably quit while we're ahead. There's more content to, Wait, to share. Yeah, we got a lot of news to cover. We got more content to cover. Um, the next obvious question would be, do you guys want to do an After Dark? And what I'm going to say to you is this. is if For me to do an After Dark, I would rather not be a Cocoa After Dark, but actually a Retro Talk, because I have a ton of PC stuff now, too. I've got two different Voodoo boards. I've got three or four different sound blaster cards. I got a lot of cool retro PC stuff too that are acquisitions that I didn't talk about on this show. So yeah, retro's cool. Retro yeah. cool. So if if so my vote would be if we do a later talk tonight that it wouldn't be another Coco talk, but it would be just a generic retro talk. Uh, Which could include Coco stuff so you can cover both no, 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 no. You either agree with me or you're wrong. So uh <laughs> <laughs> So Remember who uh, has to speak. I agree you're wrong. Ah, sure. Oh, okay. Okay, perfect. So, yeah, so. You know what kind of tater you are? <laughs> what kind of tater am I, Ron? We're a dictator. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with the first half, especially. Oh, you, you walked right into that one. Oh, <laughs> yes, I did. Yes, uh, I did. I, I, I would like to add one one thing. Next next week, I'll, I'm going to try to pop in live from Hamvention. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Can, Our roving reporter. Retro stuff out in the flea market uh, next. Hey, Saturday. I got a couple cocoa manuals last year from there. Mm -hmm. Hey, Dale Bucket's not going to be at this one, is he? <laughs> oh, no, John. He's not. Hey. I, I checked because if he was, I was going to go find him and try to. Uh, yeah, get him on. That'd be good. Yeah, but no, I, he's not going to make it to Hamvention this year. Yeah. So, so we will, uh, we will wrap this. Uh, we're going to wrap up this wrap-up show. We had at one point in time almost 22 people on the panel. We definitely probably achieved some form of record that nobody cares about. But uh, still with us on the panel, we have L. Curtis Boyle, Mark D. Overholzer, Brian, the music man, the shoe, David O'Connor, and Cat. We've got this guy here that we call Nick Verona. 
And we've got Ron Delvo and Jason the Coco Man Reichert and Mark Bosley, who's been graciously streaming for us in the past. Thank you, Mark B. We've got a guy who often gets uh, Greg Leedy. <laughs> That's a great air guitar song. It is. Or ukulele. $5 ukulele. Yeah, so also stuck in the elevator with him, his snuggle buddy David Ladd is here. Dude sounds and like a lady. Dude sounds like a lady. He does. Wait, and, wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> From down under Nicholas Marentes. Nick, did you see all the ROM cartridges I purchased at Coco Fest? How did that make your skin feel? Did your skin uh, crawl seeing all those cartridges? <laughs> better him than me. <laughs> <laughs> I bought those just to piss you off, Nick. So. <laughs> but are the games any good? Yes, actually they all are. Yes, absolutely. And the Bruce is here, the creator of the Stuck in the Elevator song and creator of so many other things. The Bruce has been with us. And David Ladd and Nick Morentes. Alan Huffman joined us again out of Witness Protection Program. Thank you, Alan, for coming back to see us. Thank you, Alan. Thank you. Yes, you're too kind. And thank you. Yes. Uh, Alan Huffman has given us sound drops like David Ladd and MC10. And let's not forget OG Stevie Stroh. Yeah, all these and more. These are the hits that keep coming from Alan Huffman. Um, and uh, James Diffendaffer, the optimizer of the basic ROMs, the unraveler, the discusser of code optimizations, the exploder of heads. Man of many talents has been with us. Thank you for being here, James. That's what I mentioned, too. Uh, John Linville popped up in chat and said he's definitely not Brock for the record. Oh, yeah, because somebody <laughs> named Brock showed up on the screen. We had a troll. Uh, Gary Neal's here. Gary was at Coco Fest. Gary joined us on the show a couple weeks ago. Uh, Gary, how are you? Can you hear us? Okay, so we are going to go ahead and play the outro, and then we'll have some parting thoughts here in just a minute. What a great show, great show, great show. And we'll be back after these words, kids. This concludes another episode of Coco Talk, the world's leading live talk show featuring the Tandy Color Computer. For all things Coco Talk, visit us on the web at cocotalk.live. We'd love to hear from you. Send feedback, suggestions, even segments via email to cocotalk at cocotalk.live. Coco Talk is rocking the 8-bit world Keeping the Tandy flame alive We may be mocked, but we'll never stop Cause Coco Talk is rocking the 8-bit world Consider supporting the show with the purchase of merchandise from our retro swag shop at 8bit256.com if you'd like to become a patron of the show, click the Patreon link at CocoTalk.live. CocoTalk would not exist without the community and its cast and crew and contributors. CocoTalk is rocking the 8-bit world, keeping the tiny flame alive. We may be mocked, but we'll never stop. 
Cause Cricket Talk is rocking the A-Big Thanks go to Curtis Boyle, David Ladd, Mark Overholzer, Grant Leedy, Bruce Moore, Nick Morentes, Ron Delvaux, Rick Adams, Jason Reichert, Richard Lorbieski, Jim Brain, Tom C., Rob Inman, Mark Bosley, Brian Joyce, Ken Reichert, David O'Connor, Brian Weasler, Terry Steggy, John Strong, and many more, especially Steve Bjork for his production suggestions. Please help support the Coco community by visiting some of its contributors. The Coco Crew Podcast at CocoCrew.org. Glenside Color Computer Club host of Coco Fest at GlensideCCC.com. Retro Innovations at Go, the number four, Retro.com. Tandy Assembly at TandyAssembly.com. Voice on Technologies at BOYSONTech.com. Get your own switcheroo and wallaby cable at CocoMan.biz. Cloud9 Technologies at Cloud, the number nine, Tech. Com. The Coco Talk theme song is copyright 2008 by D. Bruce Moore and Greg Sheeler. Mix, mastered, and produced by D. Bruce Moore. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Nick Moroda. Nick Moroda, Life Nick Moroda. Was- so different a month ago. I had no Coco stuff behind me. I feel like I need to re record that. <laughs> well, mate, yeah, so we, we, you, well, listen. Not everybody feels competition is a good thing, but when it comes to ukulele now, you've got some competition here. There's Jason Reichard with his $5 ukulele competing for the coveted title of the ukulele king of the Coco uh, community. So (laughs) there's no contest. All right. We'll see about this. Excellent. Hold on. I'm stepping on crap down here all right guys good show any parting thoughts closing thoughts before we put a fork in this one because it's done was it just me or did that go really really fast tonight uh it's we're we're just shy of three hours though you know what i mean it didn't yeah, go fast but it yeah it seemed fast. to go fast but yeah it was just, yeah it's not it's, it's like cocoa fast it, it it's it's a long time but it, it goes you know just like yeah, that yeah yeah unless yeah. you're was, in that case it just crawls up until the equals and credit <laughs> well and this was the coco fest show so that would make sense that this one would feel like it just flew right by yep quick comment mm. for me did mm. anybody hear um boise's uh coco fest song no 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 i played it at the uh, coco fest do you have no. it now yeah, I send it to you, and I can uh, queue it up here in, like, about five seconds. Go ahead, queue it up. I've turned off sharing if you need to do it. Well, they're doing that. I got a question. Do you, you have to raise it, your hand if you go pee, Ron? Or? No, you think at the next uh, Cocoa oh. Fest they'll have uh, the actual wampus there? Uh, and I believe they're that hunting. wampus has been hunted. It's kind of like Bigfoot. Well, they're hunting Bigfoot. for it. Yeah. I figure they're catching <laughs> it. It's, it's, it's anonymous. It could be a whole Wumpus family too. You never know. So. Well, well, is an, it's an anonymous Wumpus. It was trying to like <laughs> His name is Brock. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,
it's not too late to attend North America's largest gathering of color computer devotees. There's only one Cocoa Fest, and you don't want to miss it. Cocoa Fest is May 4th and 5th at the Heron Point Convention Center in Lombard, Illinois. That's cool. It's kind of like the Baby Shark uh, song. So, didn't, didn't know I was going to be stuck in my head all night. Yeah, no, I did not hear that. I haven't finished listening to the other Coco Crew podcast, so if it's on there, I missed it so far. I haven't gotten that far. Um, yeah, that is Boise and his granddaughter. Oh wow! Oh, cool. oh, that's cool. That is really cool. It sounded really good too. Mm-hmm. So we played a Coco Crew commercial on. Coco. That's cool. And somebody's got <laughs> Talk. mute your computer sound, Gary. If that's you, Gary Neal's in the witness protection program. There, he might be the anonymous one. Look at that. Look how dark it is back there. He uh, said he was having audio issues. Yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna we're done. Anybody else? Any parting thoughts? Closing words. Uh, words of wisdom. Words Everybody. of advice. Everybody, we're really looking forward to next year's 40th anniversary of the Coco. Yes, definitely. Um, let it be. That's words of wisdom, isn't it? Let it be. Yeah. Does yeah. any Does anybody want Don't to see it. a video from two years ago of me trolling David Ladd while he was talking about uh, oh, I love that VDG one. stuff? Yeah. Nick, yes. Nick, Nick Marota likes this one. So I by popular that. by popular request of at least one person, oh, here's the David. I love this one. This this is a little <laughs> clip that we call David Ladd talks control coats. Enjoy it, folks. it was this big. I swear it. It was this big. And I'm still still. That looks inappropriate, David. Fire. I'm throwing energy. I think he's like Simon's finished. Yeah, I bet you. You're right. Yeah, that wasn't wasn't that big at all. <laughs> Do you have the version with sound? Well, it came through the stream. It just didn't come across Zoom. That's oh, all. was oh because I wasn't sharing sound because oh. Brian was oh. right. Okay, <laughs> so the impact is just a little different. Well, it's not over yet, so we can switch back. You can guys hear some more of this because this is just now when it's starting to get good. No more. Right. Alone, yeah, it's good. Um, <laughs> when you do the display, then it's handled by that. Uh, those control coats are handled by that. Because right now, um, the only thing that Curtis has is like Really, are you recording this, Steve? Not at all, David. No. <laughs> <laughs> VDG, oh. VTA. Um, so what I was thinking is that you'd have the drive wire. Uh, uh, <laughs> Maybe you just won't stop talking, will he? <laughs> no, I was sitting there at the hotel lobby, and David uh, said, 
thing, drive wire and TTL, and I'm just trying not to start <laughs> laughing. Like, I'm sorry, David. Uh, I'm trying not to laugh. It's just uh, said drive wire like three times now. Sure. <laughs> uh, it's if you say it three times, it's like Beetlejuice. It'll just happen, right? So it'll, it'll appear. Like, so. And Robin like Morota, David Ladd, Vortex is real. <laughs> David Ladd, Vortex yeah. is real. All right. We got to play the outro again. Ah, yes, Ooh. yes. So uh, we actually have. We, yeah, we have. We have some post credits here. Here's we've, post. We've gone on so long. Yeah. Here's, day. here's, here's some. Avengers, uh, here's some post credits here for you. Hold on one second. Here. There you go. Hi, this is Antonio Jimenez author of such projects such as the Speedy Throw Devil and the SD Pack. And you are watching Coco Talk in three, two, go. <laughs> I'm behind you making faces. Okay. <laughs> you, you have a You're rolling, Curtis. You say whatever the hell you want to say. Well, give me some kind of guideline. Um, hi, this is Curtis Boyle. Hey, this is Eric, and you're listening to Coco Talk. All right, we're rolling. You say whatever you want to say, David. Right, I want to say this guy. Nation, whoa, sweetie. Weekly, any computer. Something like that. Alright, I'm soon playing Daggerith like that idiot from the book. <laughs> You're watching Coco Talk. He said it, it's right there. Thank you, David Ladd. Now get back up there for one second. Oh, jeez. What? What, what, Let's what, get some dry wire, TTL, no, ESP. No, we don't need any dry wire or TTL. <laughs> Hi, it's Chris Boyle, part of the uh, Coco Tech crew of people. Hi, we're on Belbo Timberman. I guess I'll to uh, experience Coco Fest. You must come. I brought the only working MC10. I could not get it. I could not get it. Couldn't get a Ah. By certain someone you know. The world's leading weekly Coco Talk Show. Yeah, something like that. Hi, this is Rick Adams, and I'm the author of uh, yeah. Temple of Bronze, Shanghai, and now Bomb Threat, and you're listening to Stephen's Stroke on Coco Talk. 8-slot MPI, you know, floppy drive, Coco SDC, um, sound speech pack, orchestra 90, RS-232 pack, modem pack, super IDE. <laughs> you start adding all those together if you want them all usable at the same time well guess what you just went over the four slot mpi you gotta have them all usable at the same time oh you gotta you gotta have them all usable at the same time i would buy one swapping cards is so i'm going to kick you in the next person oh the classics those are the classics. That was recorded at last year's Coco Fest. Right? Brian, so. help me, man. Help me. <laughs> last year's was the best show on Ur. On Ur. Greatest show Ur. on Ur. Greatest live Ur. talk show on Ur. 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 Yeah, where, where was that banner, by the way? I'm just behind Curtis. Uh, well, I have it. Grant gave it to me, but I just threw it up in the room because I figured I had enough crap at my table. Anyway, so. But uh, I brought it home, so I, I will probably maybe stick it behind me at some point in time. Greatest live talk show on Ur. So uh, maybe you could have somebody. It's not here. inaccurate. Um, yeah. <laughs> Just gotta find er. Well, you have to find. Have somebody yes. make a earth. Right. All right. We're gonna press the button. Final, final, thank you. final yes, thoughts. You're no. Thank you. Ah, we just no. got a follower. 
Hi, everyone. I will be thinking Are we having a Coco Talk tonight? Well, I gotta say, if if we have one tonight, I'd like it to be more generic retro because I got a lot of PC stuff to work on. I got a lot of them. Yeah, so there's a a strong possibility. What is that thing? A That's floating in the middle of a screen there. Yeah, somebody followed me on Mixer, so that's a little uh, display there. All right, guys, we're going to press the button in three, Mississippi. Say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Two, Mississippi. Oh, boy. I'll be thinking of you. All right, we're pressing the button, Frank.